0: All right, and welcome to episode number 55, and I got a guest this week, 55, Tim Lincecum.
1: Tim Tim Lincecum, the weirdo with the crazy ass windup, the the freak,
0: the the freak. Okay, so the the voice you're hearing there, Ben Rogan on the show this week. (laughs)
1: Yes, this this is one of Johnny's. I, I don't want to self-identify as one of your longtime <laughs> friends, but
2: longtime dude, friends. we
1: go way back to the time back, when we were both straight edge in high school.
0: Like yeah, minute. more than, more than ten years now. That oh fucking our ten year reunion is passed. So that yeah, was, it's
1: probably been fourteen or fifteen years now. At, but at least, at least. I I technically I've been living. My family's been living in the Lodi area for 22 years, and we still get called, like, the new people in town. So <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. But, hey, cheers. Good to good to see you, yes. man. It's been cheers. way too long. It's good, yes. to, it's good been to be back in town.
0: The last time, like, and it's funny because you do, like, you you, you know, you, you're traveling all over the place and shit, but you're... Yeah you do live here like and and, and and i see like it's like we've had we've had occasions where it's like hey like let's get together and it's it just hasn't worked out like scheduling and shit like that
1: but pre covid i was traveling between 180 and 220 nights a year for work and now uh it's turned out to be none. So yeah. It's pretty. Su- it's pretty sweet to be but able to, to set I, down some roots for once and
0: I. And I know the last time I saw you was uh was I'm looking at the the poster of the Giants. We were on that field. Oh, we're right there about that yeah. visa, where the Visa logo is of that giant stadium right there the on that
1: Sonoma Memorial. We, concert. we were about
0: right there watching Metallica rock out, and you hooked us up, me and me and uh, fucking roommate jadov You <laughs> you you hooked us up with because we were at that show, but we couldn't go like to the front because yeah. there was a barricaded off for the first responders, and it was a benefit show.
1: Yeah. After you the know, Sonoma fires, and I want to say
0: eighteen. Yes, eighteen. Yeah, yeah, seventeen or eighteen, something One like that. One of those. Yeah. So it was um, Sonoma keeps burning. We we had um, it was like Metallica headlining, Grateful
1: Dead, Dead Grateful, and, Co- Grateful, Dead, and Co- Dead and Company, because they had John Mayer there, and I don't really remember who else was there because I it was may or may some, not have
0: some rapper, fucking uh, some Oakland rapper. I can't remember who. It wasn't it was. too short because I would remember too short. It was a white guy.
1: Oh was it G It was G Oh my god. Yes,
0: and Rancid was on the show and fucking Dave Matthews. Oh,
2: yes. Yeah. It was weird,
0: dude. It was a weird bill, but it was like it was cool, but we were there and um I sent like a bunch of people a Snapchat and you were like, "Yo, dude, I'm at the same show." Like, and you hear, and you were like, "But we're front row." Like, you want to meet up? I can get you guys through. Yeah. And we met up, and we we're like, "Fuck yeah, let's do this." So fucking yeah, we met up, and I was, dude, I was fucking freaking out because I was on the field. Like, yeah. And I, at one point, like, I fucking grabbed dirt from from the right field field. I, I was like, Jada, like, there's a bunch of people walking around. I'm gonna act like I'm tying my shoe. Like, I'm gonna grab some dirt. Like, I was oh, a that weird. Place
1: is, that place is hollow ground. My I, favorite thing about that, other than the view when you're there and the garlic fries are out of this world, is that they purposefully switched the home team dugout to the third base side because they got a bigger dugout there and a yeah. bigger club room. And because they had to build the away team side into the bay, they got a shittier, worse, smaller yes. club room. And you're like, that is well, such a an you know awesome it's fun- part.
0: You know what's funny is like, I grew up going to... It's now Oracle. It'll, it'll be known as AT&T for, for a while for me just because oh, I, can't, yeah. I can't get the Oracle. For the longest time, it was Pac-Bell, but then it was AT&T. It's oh Oracle now, but I'll, I'll get it eventually, but AT&T Park where the Giants play. Hell yeah. I, I grew up going there. I started going to games when they opened, the season they opened. 99? Two thousand. So my okay. dad my dad hated going to candlestick. It Everybody was, hates going to was, candlestick. It was too cold and the traffic was bad and he didn't like taking us kids there. No. So he started going to games because his um I believe it was his like uh some tax guy and he was tax attorney or some something like that. Yeah. Had season tickets with a group of guys and had offered him, you know, you want to get in on this? I can get you like ten games a year. Eight, ten games
1: a year, you pay whatever the ticket price of the game is. That's the best way to do it. You got to find people to split it with. Yeah. If you're trying to front that unless you're writing it off against a business, if you're trying to front that cost by yourself, hard pass. Yes,
0: exactly. And I mean they were good seats. They were um behind the first base line. Like oh. a little bit like f- so from where the dugout is, about 25 seats up, 25 rows up. So All the way at the where where you would come out from the row, yeah, you yeah, would yeah, go yeah, yeah. you would go up. So you'd come out up and then you'd go up three stairs and you'd be right at the so you'd have nobody behind you it's perfect and you'd be on the on the end so you'd have the two seats on the end
1: and the thing that nobody gets is if you're sitting third base side and it's an afternoon game you're gonna get baked in the yes. sun and then the shade hits and then you're gonna freeze yeah so it's really nice to get like flash frozen like a lobster but i i got hey, re- i love that park it, but my our it, good it, friends Bowen alley actually got engaged they took their engagement pictures on the field in that park
0: that's amazing oh, that's <laughs> I, amazing
1: I, I was there for a tour. And that is amazing. Completely unbeknownst to me, this is like one of my best friends I've known for shoot, 15 years. Like, I was the best man in the guy's wedding. And my family planned a tour of the park, and I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to go. I love mooching off my parents. And then you
2: can do I'm, that.
1: I'm literally, yeah, you can do a tour of the park, and they take you through all the suites and everything the Tony Bennett suite, all of that. So we get this tour, and I see these people out on the field, and I was like, who's that fucking loser? And then, lo and behold, it's my best friend and his wife taking their engagement pictures. So they actually came up and joined the tour after their pictures were done, and we went and had drinks and stuff after. That's amazing. Well, pre-COVID, you could, but I actually looked at COVID ticket prices. You know what they're charging for, like, 300-level seats? Not like for for like a Saturday game. It's probably ridiculous. Against like the Pirates. Who cares about the Pirates? The worst to
0: Pittsburgh. They're the worst team in in baseball. Um, It was
1: like 160 bucks a seat for 300 level. Hard fucking pass. If you wanted 100 level, you're paying 320 plus a seat for the Marlins. On a fucking Thursday.
0: yeah, Yeah, hard pass. My main thing is like, you know. I haven't gotten the vaccine yet, and yeah. and it's easy to get a test, but
1: you have to either have either or to, to get a ticket, and guess what? The Oakland A's aren't doing that, so I'll just go to Oakland A's games. And I was watching the A's today against Detroit when I was over at Five Window, our local brewery, and they were up like five to zero against the Tigers when I left. And I, They're I mean, starting to heat
0: up a little bit. They started slow this year. I think they went like 0-6 to start the year. Really? Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Uh, but they're well, starting to that's heat up. Like the Giants started the, the last four years. The Bats are starting to heat up. But yeah, I mean, I think I'd been going to games that had a streak, dude, oh. until not last year, but the year before. I would have been very pissed. Yeah. If I kept that streak going and COVID hit and I couldn't go to a game. Because I, w- I would have been like, it, it wouldn't have ca- You know, your yeah. streak would have been over. You can't, there's no way of bypassing it because. It's like I've been to a game every in, single season, and in, they played a
1: International this. pandemic is going to cockblock you from seeing baseball. It, it would yeah. though, like it,
0: yeah. it, it would, and I chose the year before. You know, like I'm just not going to go to a game this year because it's just like I can't make it out there. I don't have enough time. I can't find people to go with me, and yeah. I'm not going to go by myself. And and it's like, you know, at the time I was like, just fuck it. You know, I'll, yeah. I'll, I had gone to at least one game in the park since they had opened. Shit.
1: For, for 20 years, all, 19 years. For
0: 19 years.
1: Well, that's kind of the thing. You mentioned the vaccine, and to, to all the listeners out there, especially you, Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, shout out, uh, Col- shout out Columbus. Shout out Columbus. Shout out Columbus, <laughs> shout out Columbus and also Moscow. Uh, Ashburn. Moscow. <laughs> Ashburn <laughs> Moscow. I, Brussels. I'm a Brussels. fan of your sprouts and your waffles. Um, I'm an amateur enthusiast enthusiast of both. But no, I actually got the vaccine. I, I was I was talking to, to Johnny, our lovely husband host about this before we got on air and i am in my late 20s you know i'm fat but i'm fluffy like you know (laughs) i'm I'm, i don't have a six-pack i'm probably not like what my doctor would call the picture of health whatever i like cheeseburgers sue me yes and i went and got the vaccine because i travel for my job and it was a relatively uncomfortable poke in the arm and i made the joke to the nurse about like sweet now i have 5g she didn't get it (laughs) Because she was seventy and worked at a Walgreens, so of course like, she didn't yeah, get it. Yeah, so I just sat there and I'm like, "Well, that that's joke great, fell though. flat on its face." But that's I, I, great. I was fortunate; I, I had no uh, no reaction to the first shot knock wood, which means that the second shot is going to put me on my ass. But yeah. i got that that sweet sweet Pfizer juice in my veins, baby. So yeah, I, I I I didn't. I I'm not going to say I was opposed to it for like a moral reason, but. I prefer medicine having I don't know a little bit of more a longer... than six months of lead time in terms yeah. of like long term side effects. Yeah, so if I I'm become with... sterile, I'm going to adopt a baby. I'm with you or there. Johnny, be my baby daddy. I'm, you know, I'm
0: definitely with you there. Um, you don't want that all the all the fucking marijuana smoke <laughs> god, i'm probably fucking sterile like, Oh my god! well it depends
1: on how much mountain dew you drank because i think it was what red dye number five is is killing our sperm so i i don't i'm really, gonna chug mountain no. dew like it's going out of. St- mountain dew is the new male birth control
0: <laughs> oh god Done. i don't good thing i don't drink that it's fucking the nectar of
1: the tards oh i <laughs> I, I used
0: I, to be into mountain dew but I'm not into it anymore.
1: I was into Mountain Dew when I was like, I'm going to be a professional Halo player. I was also 13 and never had a girlfriend and I was fatter than I am now. So didn't really work out that well. Still single, but (laughs) you know, I I, I still love Halo, but I got over the Mountain Dew phase and I switched to uh, alcohol. So kids out there, Mountain Dew is great. Imagine what happens when you can drink something that tastes worse but starts to make you see triple. Yeah. It gets you fucked up. Perfect. (laughs) You spend all your money on it. And then your wife leaves you. It's amazing. (laughs) That's what happens when you hit like fucking 40. (laughs) (laughs) If you, if you're buying plastic handles of vodka and you're over the age of like 20, you should probably see a professional. Yeah. I I would tend to agree with that. <laughs> What's this would, beer we're drinking though? I I, I, I excuse I, the beer burps on my end, but I think we're having a a hopped amber ale, Johnny. Yeah, yeah I don't know what it is, but you brought it and it's delicious. It has it's, something to do with like a saber, to, saber tooth chipmunk.
0: Yes, saber a, tooth chipmunk. It's it sounds like something
1: I would look at and be like, I'd buy that because of the name. I did buy it because of the name, but then I also uh, bought a forty of Mickey's because. Deep down in my soul, um, I have never really graduated past freshman year of college playing Edward Forty Hands. I don't think I'm ever gonna get past that point in my life. Yeah, the
0: Mickey's days were we. Too bad we don't have any orange juice
1: because uh, you drink. Yeah, you you make yourself a little brass monkey with that fucking malt liquor there. Fun fact: I have never had a brass monkey. Delicious. Is it? Yes. You drink it about. A quarter of the way down, and pour orange juice in. I might have to door dash us some orange juice so we can try a little brass monkey for it, the latter half of this podcast.
0: It is fucking amazing.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna trust your professional it, judgment on this one. I, you're you're the captain. I'm merely the first mate on this. As journey. much as what I've, what I
0: remember from like when I was 22, oh
1: 21, 22.
0: Well, Almost, would... like, dude, I'm turning 30 in a month and a
1: half hey cheers to 30 all of my friends that have money say that your 30s are better than your 20s and then i sit there and i go yeah you guys all have money money." and this was pre covid like when you could go on trips in your 30s i'm sure that was great I, i my only trip that i go to is like the local taco truck that you're walking distance from yeah which makes you an asshole because i i love that place
0: Yes, the best taco truck in town is right across the street from my house, uh, a stone's throw, and you have to limit yourself or you'll get burnt out. And, eh. and I got burnt out like probably the first month I lived here. <laughs> I, I can so see that I, being I, an issue. I limit myself. I'll go there maybe like once once a week or once every couple weeks. I haven't been there in a minute though because the last couple of times I've went to uh, I've went like to a couple spots downtown. I went to Angelo's and then I went to Mazalon.
1: I'm a huge El Pacifico fan. Yes. Um, F- El Pacifico is is a restaurant in downtown Lodi, California, that has probably the best margaritas in town because they don't over mix the stupid margarita mix. I'm sorry. Their but their Micheladas too are Idol, fucking fire. Idle Beerworks in Lodi, which Never is actually Lodi spelled backwards. Idle Beerworks has a Michelada that will cure almost any hangover you pair that with a solid breakfast burrito fix you right up every time
0: o- only thing that fucking cures a hangover for me is smoking weed
1: <laughs> i unfortunately you don't, par- you don't I, partake I, I, and... I am not allowed to partake because um i my job kind of i mean forbids i'm not allowed <laughs> I'm, i mean I'm, I'm technically not allowed either but but the the other thing for me is so this, if anybody is... from my work's listening sorry this is, this is actually relatively big news, especially for the state of California. Um, I was recently granted a concealed carry permit. Oh, that is pretty sweet. Um, so, you know, 16 hours of training. You go through interviews with the sheriff's department and everything. And the last thing you need is, heaven forbid, you know, something is to occur and they blood test you. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. It's I, 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 I was a huge fan in college. You know, I, I, I firmly believe in everybody's right. As Johnny Sparks up, I firmly believe not to blow up your spot. I firmly believe in everybody's right to do what they want with their, you know. Oh, that's how it should be. It, it, it that's how it should be. But you sit there and you go, how many times is that actually observed in? america these days what do you what are you really allowed to do with your own body that you're not either going to catch shit for on social media yeah yeah or
0: well i've always looked at the weed thing has been really funny for me because it's like i was like like ben mentioned i was straight edge in high school like yeah we and both i was were. i was the type of straight edge that was like i had t-shirts that said i was straight edge mm-hmm. like i was that type of fucking loser like and i didn't smoke or drink or anything like really it, i didn't smoke a cigarette or nothing until I, I was 19. I went on a trip to, I believe, San Diego with all the homies. Yeah. And I smoked a prime time. For the first time, that was any bit of tobacco I
1: ever had. My first tobacco was a Swisher Suite at <laughs> a poker night at Hunter Blinko's house from Blinko Trucking out past, like... You know the other side of twelve, yeah. And I, this is embarrassing to admit, I had to have somebody else light my Swisher Suite for me because I didn't, <laughs> you know didn't know how to light how it. to light. Uh, what do you call it? I guess it's a cig- cigarillo? C- cigarillo. Cigarillo. I didn't know how to light a cigarillo, so my best friend Bo was kind enough to light to my light cigar like a real gentleman. Yeah, he lit my cigarillo for me, and. Yeah. I coughed unholy hell the first time. Cause I didn't know you're not supposed to yeah. like inhale a cigar. Yeah. I'm clearly an idiot, but harsh. Know.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that was, that was the first for me. And then it was like, I didn't, I don't think I did anything until maybe a year later. No. I remember I smoked weed. The first time I smoked weed was out of spite because all my friends went to Santa Cruz, a bunch of the homies, you know, mm-hmm. moved to Santa Cruz and went to college in Santa Cruz and, so one weekend everybody ended up going there on a Thursday and staying to the weekend and they were gonna let me know like they were supposed to leave on Friday. Yeah. And I had the weekend off. And I was gonna ride with somebody.
2: Yeah.
1: So I went seventeen, super they, fun to drive.
0: They went without me
1: oh, on a Thursday.
0: Move. And I was working at Pizza Works at the time. Yeah, I remember that. And I remember getting off and being super pissed. Everybody's out of town. Yeah. The only person that's in town is Steve. And he's getting off with me, and I'm like, hey, Steve, you want to smoke? And he's like, are you serious? He was, like, the only one that never, like, you know, he would kind of occasionally be like, hey, when are you going to smoke one? And I'm like, whatever. Because I would sit in the car with everybody. I would hang out with everybody. He would
1: be sarcastic, but not a dick. Yes,
0: everybody else was really pressure about it. He was never, like, he would occasionally say something, like, you know, like I said. Well, they
1: thought they were cool
0: for smoking when they were 16. They didn't
1: know it was going to. So he told me, like are you
0: serious? I'm like, yes, I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I'm yeah. fucking pissed that everybody left and, and fuck it. Like, if, if this is the time to do it, let's do it. Yeah. And he's like, let me, like, yeah, I'm down. Let, and then, so, for some reason, Spencer Rhodes drove by, like he was coming to pizza
1: works or something. I for the record. I love you. Spencer Rhodes. Yes. Shout out. If you're listening, Spencer, I love you. I'm going to send you a link to this and the timestamp of 18, (laughs) 1804. I'm going to send you a timestamp link and be like, Spencer, you beautiful little ginger bitch. I love you.
0: (laughs) So he, so he came by and was like, are you serious? Like, and I remember he, he was like, Steve was like, we're about to smoke. Johnny's going to smoke. And he's like, what? (laughs) Like, so, so Spencer was like, I'm fucking staying around for this. Hell yeah. me and Steve smoked a blunt and Spencer was just there. And I remember he took off, like, you know, he was yeah. h- hanging out for a minute and then he took off, but it was funny because he was like, I'm staying for this. Like, there's no way anybody's yeah. going to fucking believe this. And I remember like telling Chris, I just, you know, fuck, fuck you. Like I yeah. just, cause Chris was like, if you're ever going to smoke, let me be the one.
1: I want to take your smoke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So shout out to Chris. Cause I know he'll be <laughs> listening. So <laughs> well, fuck you, Chris. It went to Steve and it's, from there it was like you know like i just went with it and yeah. and i started drinking after that and i went hard on the drinking and i learned we all like did. i i but i learned pretty quickly like i can't do this yeah. like cuz i i it was a fucking half bottle of jack daniels and like yeah and a half bottle of sky vodka and trying to punch my dad and not remembering any of it
1: yeah
0: is kind of like a hey like i woke up in the morning and my keys weren't were not like in the place that I usually put them in. Yeah. And and I went downstairs and my mom was like, I was like, where's my keys at? She's like, we've taken your car. And like, like, what are you fucking talking about? Like, yeah. And I was like, nothing to do with me driving. No. But it was like, we've taken your car because this is what happened last night. Yeah. I was like, what? Like, yeah, you took a swing at your dad and you fucking like completely fell over. Yeah. And then just started fucking like, you know, like it was some fucking like screaming and then groveling and then yelling. I, I have no idea. I don't remember any of it. And I was like, "Yeah." And they thought I was like bad. Like they were like saying shit, and I was like, "Like I'm. I rarely drink. Like this is like a weird thing." Like, and they were like, "No, you're. You need to do something." And I was like, "No, this is not a problem. <laughs> we're like,
1: sending you to Passages Malibu." It wasn't. That, it that wasn't like I was like I used to be an addict. No, my, my mom. I'm not. My
0: mom was like, "You need to slow down," and I was like, "I." I don't really drink that much. I was like, I don't think I'm ever gonna drink again, yeah. like, and that's when I took like a really hard break. Like, I did not drink for a long time, yeah. and now I'm like that. Like, I drink like we're drinking now. Have yeah. a couple beers, get a buzz on, and like, but I haven't been drunk, fucking, like shit faced drunk in a while. I mean, the last time I really got shit faced, blackout drunk was at Cody's bachelor party, and, and you know what happened? <laughs> I lost my fucking phone. Oh, didn't man. have my phone the whole weekend in Tahoe. Jeez, God damn, dude. Well,
2: that's that's kind you wanna, of the you, thing.
0: You, you want to hear that story? I'll tell that story right now, and Cody probably won't won't care if Cody does. I mean, Stevie'll never listen to this, but
1: I <laughs> would love to hear that story because, because that story is I was fantastic. Just, I was just in Austin for a bachelor party. And for the first time ever, strippers. I was the adult. There were no strippers. Keyshawn, Venita, Venita, Keyshawn's wife. There were no strippers. Um, but I was the adult, and it, it felt weird. So yeah. you tell your story, and then I'm gonna have okay. a total letdown with mine.
0: Okay. So, so this is a it, it, this is a great story. So yeah, I got I me me and the, the bachelor party was um was Cody, uh, Chris, yeah. Chris Reese. um, fucking Cody Regera. Okay. Um me fucking Chrisman, okay, and then there was uh like Joe Schuler was living up there at the time, so he came oh, he, yeah, yeah, he came over, um, and i'm I'm fucking missing somebody, I know I'm missing somebody, but so we 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 went up there, they went up there, I had to work on Saturday, so they went up there on Saturday in the morning, okay, they got up there, and Cody's dad and his dad's buddies and a couple of things, and we were gonna go to dinner that night, yeah. So me and Chrisman drove up after I got off work, four o'clock. We just fucking took off. Got up there, uh, got to the house that we were the B and B we were staying at. Yeah, and we fucking changed our shit. Took a couple shots. Boom, off dinner. Yeah. Uh, at dinner, drank like we were trying to catch up to them because they've been drinking all day.
1: That's a dangerous that's game. The dangerous that game. That is a dangerous J- J- game. James
0: Bybee was there. That's who I'm forgetting. Oh, that I don't know piece how I fucking <laughs> forgot <laughs> Bybee.
1: Oh my. Yes, that's so, a name I haven't heard in a so, hot minute. Shout out to James Bybee. Yes, if
0: you're listening, James, I love you. Fucking.
1: Uh, I don't love you, James, but like, I have a crush <laughs> on you, like, deep down in my soul.
0: Yeah, so I, James is my brother, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, so, so, uh, yeah, he was there, um, so I got just torched, like, yeah. way too quickly. We went to the fucking the casino afterwards, and Cody was like, me and both the Codys were like, we're going to play craps. And I was like, I, you know, I want to go party. Like, so me and Crispin are like, let's go party. And so, me, Chrisman, and James, Chris, Chris Ruiz left. He got a match on Bumble, and the girl was like, let's fuck. And Chris was like, let's, I'm, I'm down. Like, so Chris, well, of le- Chris is so down. So Chris left the whole group to go get laid, <laughs> which okay, is like rule, good rule for him. Good for him. However, rule number it's a one on a bachelor party,
1: party is like, I, <laughs> I, I've experienced this now at two different bachelor parties. Is just like. Rule number one is make sure the groom has the best time. Yes. Your personal pleasure.
0: And Cody didn't but Cody didn't care. Well, so. that's because
1: Cody's a good person. But like, I we actually had this conversation, not to interrupt your story, but brief interjection. We had this conversation on the bachelor party in Austin where every guy that goes to a bachelor party is just like, dude, best weekend of my life, me and all my bros. Super like just it's fresh, it's fun. Shot. Like, yes, everyone's having it's a good fun. time. We're smoking cigars. Odds are we're eating barbecued meats. Yes, our cholesterol. We're drinking. Now that we're almost thirty, our cholesterol is shooting through the roof. You start drinking at ten. Yes, because it's socially acceptable. Every shit, woman, you start drinking
0: at eight o'clock. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, how do you stay <laughs> unless drunk you're all me, day? If unless you don't you're start in the morning. Unless you're me. So, so there's this. This ends up going to like. Okay, uh, Cody's buddy Justin was there too. So Justin and the Cody's are playing craps.
1: Yeah, I've never understood craps.
0: Chris, Chris is gone. Me, Chrisman, and James decide to go into one of the clubs that's in the casino. So we go in there. We keep, keep drinking for for some odd reason. You
1: don't seem like a club kind of guy. Not Johnny. at
0: all. But I was <laughs> shit faced drunk. I was the one who who said let's go in that club. I rem- this is I remember all this. It's the end of the night. I don't remember at all. Yeah. And it just went like that. Like, it fucking went quick.
1: And like our friends do at the Metallica concert? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Throwback. Yes.
0: Sorry, sir. So, so I'm... I'm we're, we're in there fucking, we're drinking, and then boom, like I said, lights out. Yeah. I wake up the next morning, I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like, And I, I you know, I grab my glasses, my glasses are there, and I reach for my phone. My phone's not there. Look at my pocket, my phone's not there. I'm like, what? Okay, my
1: wallet's
0: phone, here. Phone keys, wallet, glasses. Yes. Well, my keys keys not necessary Hotel key, hopefully. You're doing a check. At the B and B. So yeah. I'm like, okay, my wallet's here. Where's my phone? Like, so uh, I get I get my glasses, I'm like, well, okay, what the fuck's going on? Like, where's my phone?
2: Yeah.
0: And I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna trip about this. And then everybody wakes up and they're like, and Cody's dad comes down and he's the first person to see me. He goes, like, says something to me, like, Oh, you fucking you're alive or some shit and i'm like what the fuck happened like uh, that's and, the
1: worst feeling so, ever when somebody else knows what you did yeah but I, you I, don't know yeah so so
0: apparently uh, like we were leaving and and i don't know what they, they don't know what happened to my phone but I, we were leaving and and i fucking you know walked out they think i left it in the t- in the cab I uh, I vaguely remember getting into the Uber or the cab or whatever we took. Yeah, I remember calling the Uber driver the next day and being like, "Can you look in your back seat and see if there is a phone back no there?" No
1: kind of Find My iPhone app.
0: Uh, never pinged anywhere. Ugh. I had yeah, never. It was it was off. So the Sketchy. everybody's theory was that I threw it in the woods because it died, and they were like, "You were acting like crazy and and like." So apparently I yeah. walked, I got back to the place and was like screaming, and yelling, like just going nuts and trying to get fucking more drunk. And I went out onto the <laughs> patio, like both the Cody's were out there smoking a cigar and I, everybody went to sleep and I tried to lay down and I was like screaming for a blanket and Cody's dad, <laughs> Cody's dad walked downstairs and goes, here's a fucking blanket. Shut the fuck up. And I don't remember any of this. And so oh then God. apparently I got up, walked outside. And, went, and just like f- Cody was like, You tripped on the mat and face planted the ground on the mat on the fucking patio and was just like, I guess I'm gonna sleep here. And uh, the, the Regera was like, It's fucking 20 degrees outside, you're not mm. sleeping out here. Like, yeah, no. know. And then they were like, And I was like, Nope, I'm sleeping here. And then they were like, You got up and ran down the fucking into the woods and then like ran back and so they, they were like, you probably threw your fucking phone out there, you crazy animal. <laughs> so like I was so hung over the next day yeah that I could not like we went to the buffet, could not eat anything. We went uh, to lunch the next day, like not the next day, lunch later on, could not eat anything. We're playing putt-putt golf. I'm like dead. I'm like, mind you, I have Bybee and... Riguera and everybody and ruiz yeah every single one of them
1: just roasting giving, you mercilessly giving
0: me shit for not having my phone hey like let's let's ride these fucking lime scooters oh wait johnny can't because he doesn't have his phone <laughs> everything
1: okay that's All, a, that's such like a 20 oh johnny can't ride the lime bird scooter because he doesn't have his phone everything
0: everything though like hey uh fucking johnny can you get a picture of us oh wait like you don't have your phone, like oh, can you call us at Uber? Oh wait, you don't have the phone. Like hey, it'd be like we're talking about something else, and just, you know how James is. James would oh, just yeah. be like, hey, J- hey Johnny, what's the score of the the fucking game? Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> like well that's that's the best part is like, that like it's meant in good it's meant in good humor, but at the end of the day, deep down inside, part of you is like, I really just like wish I had my cell phone right now. Uh,
0: yes, well, <laughs> I was mainly tripping about like. All my banking info because I I was like the back of this was the smartest thing in the world that I had did at this time. But behind my phone case was a piece of paper that had like it didn't have my bank name on it, but it had my password and email. And it said M, M something like it had the initials of the bank and then it said banking info.
1: You do realize that is like the most boomer thing you've ever done. Right? Yeah. Like, yes. It was oh, very. I w- no, I wrote it down on a piece very, of paper. Very
0: fucking <laughs> stupid of me. And I, I remember writing it down like for something and yeah. then forgetting it like that. It was back there for fucking ever. Yeah. And when I lost that was what I was mainly tripping about. Like, I do not need somebody to find this. Well, the best and part is. They'll never figure out what, whatever the initials mean, but still, like, what the fuck, man? Like, I can't, I can't risk this.
1: 15,000 years from now, when an alien civilization has taken over the earth and they're like excavating Lake Tahoe for that phone like, anthropology pinged. reasons. They will find that phone and they will find that bank information. Yeah, and they—it's just going to oh, be the like those, been... <laughs> why it never got. Why is this strange electronic Nothing. device here with this awkward little paper <laughs> note in the background? Nothing. And who who are the initials <laughs> MKE for? Like, who would be this stupid? <laughs> I mean, I, what? But we've all been there, so I, I hate to be an enabler for like people, you know, and their low key or not so low key drinking habits. But you just sit there and you go, There, all of us have had a time, all of us have had a day when we go, that was too much.
0: Well, I... I re- and I, you're
1: about to hear the fresh crack of a Belching Beaver Brewery, hard seltzer, spiked sparkling water, passion fruit, and guava. Yeah, tell me what you think about that. I don't it's know, pretty I'm good. pretty excited. I like anything Belch- so, Belching Beaver. So this, dude,
0: this isn't even the best part of the story.
1: Oh, Christ, it gets better? This is Sorry,
0: the- Jesus. This is just the day, like, the day after, like, yeah. so I'm fucking hungover. I can't drink anything. I can't eat anything. I feel like shit. Yeah. They're fucking with me all day. I have to tell Chris at one point, dude, stop fucking with me. I'm so hungover. Like, I'm going to punch you in the face. Like, yeah. Just stop. Like your like, dad. Just gonna like, like, I'm just
1: going to start swinging. Like,
0: please, like, you're kind of enabling all, like, he was, like, keeping it going. And I was like, you, if you stop, they'll stop. Just stop. Yeah. Like, please, just give me, like, an hour. Yeah. And like, let me fucking just chill for an hour. Like, I'll be fucking cool. Yeah. And we got back to the place. I took like a three hour nap. And I woke up and I was like, I feel so much better. Nap and rally. And um, I was like, I'm going to try to eat something. This whole time, Chris is scheming. He's getting strippers over there. Him and Regera are getting strippers over there.
1: Male so or I'm, female?
0: Uh, two, f- two female strippers.
1: I mean, these days, I just, I want to, yes, I'm yes. looking out two for female. your best interests. Yes, I'm they're sorry, both, they were
0: both female. For sure. How did you
1: did you just assume their genders though?
0: No. I (laughs) saw a lot that night.
1: Elaborate. We're waiting. We'll go. So,
0: okay, so I wake up and they're like, strippers are coming in. I'm not a, you know, like I'm not a stripper guy. I've never been to a strip club. I'm not into that shit. I'm more of like a uh money, money Jew. Like I'm like, I'm not going to pour ones at you because you're fucking shaking your ass at me and teasing me, but they really like like you, but they don't, you know? So I'm like, I'm not into this and I don't have any cash and I don't, I I blew a cell phone. I I don't have a cell phone. I, I spent so much money the night before I couldn't check my bank account. I knew I spent a lot of money though. And I'm like, there's no way I'm spending any money on this and I'm not participating. And there was one other guy there, you know, he's married. He's like, I'm not participating either. So we sat back and waited. You know, they get there. They're cutting
1: the- back to straight edge high yes. school jobs. Yes, yes, so. yes. So I had,
0: okay, the, the, it gets funny though. Like, so that I had made my first drink. The strippers get there, they do their whole shtick. This I thought was describe really.
1: Describe f- their whole shtick for the um, audience.
0: Um, well, I'll describe both of them. There was a, a very tall, uh, not very tall, but tall, uh, like a, a fucking Mexican girl or fucking Puerto Rican or something. Jesus I don't know. Christ. Fucking Hispanic <laughs> of some it's sort.
1: Called, these days it's called la, la, Latinx. Yeah, Latinx. La, Latinx. Whatever the
0: fuck they call it. Uh, Jesus Christ. She was, she was very attractive and then some, like, you know, older, like, short blonde bitch with fake tits. I Man. endorse
1: none of this for the
0: record. <laughs> yes, yeah, so they—they, they, I don't either.
1: Like I'm not. <laughs> listen, I'm not. I'm not. Know, they, just, this I is going to be on the, the best. Saying, the best this j- is I—I I have no part in any of this. I was in a different state, dude, dude. The best
0: joke of all is going to be when I get married and Chris does this to me because they know I don't like this and they're going to do this for me and I'm going to hate every second of it. And what happened was like, okay, so I'll get to it. They get here. They do their shtick. Their shtick is no cell phones. You know, no filming. Blah blah. Blah blah. Don't no touching in places that you shouldn't be touching. Don't, you know, no grabbing our pussies. Like no fucking, you know, you can touch us. The one girl was like, You can touch us, but don't touch us in places that like and no tongues, no licking. Do you wear gloves? No. No, no. I would have. So I you know I don't like germs. So, so they I mean. were like that was their whole shtick—no cell phones. And when they said no cell phones, you know, they were bagging on me all day. So I'm the one that kind of—I had had a, my first drink, yeah. And I'm, so I make the joke sitting in the back. I'm in this fucking Game of Thrones style chair made out of skis. I'm sitting in that, and I'm like, "Oh, don't worry about me. I lost my cell phone because I got too drunk last night, so I don't have one." And the whole room just sat there in silence, like they're just fucking mugging. So that
1: joke didn't land. They're is what you're mugging saying. me like
0: fucking idiot shut the fuck up like the fuck you're gonna piss the girls off so they didn't understand they end up getting me back they so they start doing their routine yeah cody didn't want to be the groom he knew what was gonna come of that he was like fuck that i don't want this chris was the one that got it He was like you can be the groom so chris was like i'm the groom so they fucking got chris on all fours put a belt around his neck and had him walk around to everybody in the room, even me and the, two, the other guy back in the back, sitting in the back. <laughs> they walked all the way back there fucking as a dog, having him say, thank you for coming to my bachelor party. And then they br- brought him back over to the center area where they were doing their shit in, and they whipped him with the belt. Did, oh did, my lord yes they both danced on him you know like fucking they, they they were the one girl was chris goes her pussy was right in my face <laughs>
2: like, oh
1: god.
2: God. Yeah, afterwards
0: he's like her pussy was just right in my face like oh my so, god! so then after what?
1: they no, mm, yeah so after why?
0: they they did their whole thing it was the point where now they you know the one girl was like you can now pay for private dances like uh, or you know solo dances,
1: or you can go home,
0: and we'll we'll well they were there for like half hour at that point. You paid for an hour or two hours or some shit. That was their upfront cost, and they they go through like a routine. Here's here's what the the groom gets, and then now it's time to go to each person and get money out of each one. I would so,
1: rather just like go to a restaurant.
0: Yeah, I I feel you. Well, I didn't not pay for any, I didn't pay for any of this. I got all the experience and not paying for a dime. So I this is where this is where Cody Rigera got me fucking brilliantly. I am sitting back just like, this is cool, but I'm fucking still really like feeling shitty and I'm on my second drink and I'm like, I'm not drunk at all. And these guys are loving this. I wish I was more like fucked up. They're having the time of their lives. So I see Regera over there talking to the blonde bitch and saying lady, something the blonde lady yes the blonde lady. the blonde lady so he's oh i mean come on there's strippers so
1: hey
2: uh, <laughs> she was a, she was also oh i'll get
0: to it God. she was also a dental hygienist that had to work at 6 a.m that i found hilarious because they didn't leave until three she's an entrepreneur <laughs> i'm a fan so okay so so cody gets this girl to come over she walks right up to me and goes uh i'm gonna give you a lap dance like, all right cool so she starts giving me a lap dance the first thing she says to me is, so how'd you lose your phone? And I'm looking over at them, and they're cracking up. And I'm holding my drink. I'm literally, I'm on this chair. The ski looks, chair. The, the Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones ski chair. chair. So I'm, sp- like, there's enough room for fucking three people. Mm-hmm. And this girl is straddling me, and I'm laying back, and I have a drink in one hand, and the other hand, like. What full the of regret. Yes. The other hand and is I'm looking full of over, regret. And I'm looking over her shoulder, and I'm like. What the fuck? And they're laughing There's three of them. Cody, both Cody's and Chris laughing, pointing. And James, like, yeah. And I'm like, fuck. And she's like grinding on me and she's like saying some shit. She goes, You can touch me. And I'm like, I have a drink. I'm like, what? You just asked me. But "You you just asked you as a woman. She literally just said, no, no, it's caught me so off guard that she was like. What happened? How did you lose your phone? And then the next thing was you can touch me, and I'm like,
1: what? And then she, so then I was like, an awkward transition to make. There was, and
0: she was right here, so like we were making eye contact, and she was like, are you uncomfortable? And I said, very. And she goes, why? And I said, well, why did you ask me how I lost my phone? And she goes, well, you said that you lost your phone, and I was like fuck that's right and then she's like and they also your friends also said to tell to ask that that they they paid me to ask that so i was like what like and so then i was like then i told her she's like at this point she's not really she's grinding on me still but not like aggressively <laughs> like she's sitting there and i'm like so i told her a story i'm really hung over i'm on my like one and a half yeah. drink And I lost my phone last night. I don't know how. They've been bagging on me all day for it. And she was like, well, sit back. She's like, do you want to finish your drink? And I was like, yeah. So I chugged it real quick. And she's like, sit back, relax, and and." just don't touch me in places that you're not supposed to. Yeah,
1: it's basically... So at that point... It's like when you so get on an yeah, airplane and yeah. they are like, make so sure your seat is in the full upright so I, locked position. At that
0: point, I was like, okay, cool. So I chugged my drink, I set it down, I leaned back and just let her do her thing. Yeah, And, and it was super fucking uncomfortable. Is the
1: dental hygienist? Yes, yes. I wonder... I with wonder, the big old
0: fake tits. Hey,
1: you know what? If she wants... They more were nice. Po- more, more power to her, They were really she nice. Do, my whole question is, I'm just wondering, like... Does she does she get 1099 in tax purposes for the side gig or is that's not a W-2, is it? No, I'm wondering how she files.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: So this is this is is, I'm still telling you this is not the peak of the story.
1: I'm sorry. What?
0: No, this is just this is close to the peak. So this happens. So we're, we're still
1: riding up the Matterhorn right now. Yes. we haven't. We like, have
0: escalated. We are going to. We're going to escalate.
1: We have not reached the precipice of Stripper Mountain. No, no. Oh, this is. I, we be saw good. some
0: shit that night.
1: I mean, some shit that I don't think I'll. For be, any viewers under the age of thirteen, this is the part where you uh, turn the podcast. Skip ahead off. to
0: like fifty minutes or. An hour. Where we
1: go back into the 1099 1099 versus W2 conversation for tax purposes. (laughs) But okay, Johnny. Okay, so. Lay it on us. We want to know where this little mountain peaked. So they go back. Show me your Matterhorn.
0: So they go back to, you know, after the whole thing, she goes to give another person a dance. And they're all giving everybody dances. Cool. And then they're saying, okay, uh, now it's time for the private room dances where we'll take you back into a room. And we're thinking like, and Chris comes out to me and goes, You want me to pay for your blowjob? And I'm like, These yeah. bitches, these bitches are not escorts, they're strippers. No. They're trying to milk you. So James, fucking as gullible as he is, takes one of them oh upstairs. Oh my god. The other one goes in a room with another one. And I go outside to smoke a cigarette. What kind of cigarette? I fucking don't know. Well, fucking camel, probably. Because I was smoking off mm. Christmas pack. So I okay. I uh I figured you'd be an American spirit kind of guy.
1: I like spirits, but
0: probably a Camel. I was bumming. I don't. I don't buy cigarettes now. I don't smoke cigarettes much. I bum them off people. Good for so you. What, that's.
1: I'm glad you don't buy them anymore. No,
0: no, I haven't bought a pack of cigarettes in probably fucking ten hey, years. Hey,
1: cheers to that. Good job. Yeah, that's a that's a nasty habit. I mean, no offense to those who do, but
0: I only smoke when I'm drunk or when I'm really stressed. I'll have a cigarette, but I bum it off somebody.
1: Yeah. So you go outside to smoke a cigarette. Everybody I, else is in their private with, room, yeah, probably so, having like a good therapy session so, where they talk about their feelings. I'm hoping.
0: So this was actually okay. So James didn't go up to a private room yet. This was before. So James James was out in the living room. One of the girls was given so somebody a private dance. I go outside to smoke a cigarette. I'm out there with um, one of the guys and. I'm like, this is fucking crazy. At this point, Shuler has showed up. I see Shuler. I'm like, you're in for some shit, buddy. And he walks in and. Daniel's little brother?
1: Yes.
2: Oh.
0: So he walks into, like, whoa,
1: what the fuck's going on? So. That's an interesting situation to walk into, especially if you still have a cell phone. He knew that.
0: Yes, he knew. Sorry. He
1: knew what he was getting into.
0: <laughs> in hindsight, it's a great joke. It really is. It's great fucking.
1: Like, uh, yeah, but you can't over. I mean, like anything else that gets overplayed. Anyway, yes. sorry, continue. I'm, I'm a horrible <laughs> interrupter. Of no, story. It, it,
0: it's all good. So we're outside and I'm looking through the, the back window. Where there's a there's a hot is that tub. A out euphemism?
1: There. No, it is not. Okay.
0: So I'm looking through this this window. I'm smoking at the back window <laughs> by where the hot tub is. There's two porches. There's one porch that doesn't have a hot tub. There's another one that has a hot tub. So we're out there, it's kind of quieter. So we're out there smoking and and I look through the window and it's the bedroom that the strippers got ready in. And I see, and I look through the window, and I'm joking, Justin, the guy out there, and I'm like, there's a bag of money in there, like a big plastic bag of money. Like, we could break in through this door. I was like, it's still unlocked. Like we could break in and take their money, yeah. and, and Justin was joking. Like I was joking. Justin goes, "Yeah, but they would know we t- that's from us. They would know we took it." I was like, "But they wouldn't know if we took a handful and then went back out there and gave it to them. They wouldn't fucking know." So you're talking,
2: so to, I'm you're just,
1: talking about stripper money recycling? Yes, yes, yes. And, yeah, yes, I'm, and oh they didn't have a they God. didn't
0: have a pimp there. So I'm I'm just joking around. Like this if is we, what's
1: called a closed loop economy. Yeah, Yeah.
0: So I'm thinking to myself, like, if I'm a real schemer, like I'm just scheming. I'm kind of buzzing. I'm like, this would be hilarious. You're being the
1: Loki but of the situation. You're, you're I'm the doing lot of jokes and tricks. I'm doing
0: what what Marvel one of one of, for those of you
1: who like movies.
0: I'm doing what one of the guys would have done if they were out there and, and stole
1: money from strippers?
0: They would have Oh, if it was like Chris and me, Chris would have been like, "Fuck yeah, let's do it." Me and Justin were the two not participating. So we were oh. making a joke about it, and then I saw, so here's the here's the fucking part. So I see a fucking double-sided dildo on the fucking bed next to it. And I go, dude, there's a fucking double-sided dildo on the bed.
1: Like Darth Maul's lightsaber a in huge, stars?
0: Yes. A double-sided, f- purple one. It's huge.
1: Well, his lightsaber was red. It's the red, on- but this is Mace Windu. This is a double-sided Mace Windu. Mace Windu. Say, this is Samuel L. Jackson, because he was the Windu. only person to have a purple the lightsaber, purple. which he specifically <laughs> <laughs> requested so that he would stand out during the massive fight so, scenes.
2: So,
0: Movie I, nerd s- trivia. I, I see that, and I look at him, and I go, there's a double-sided dildo in there. Give it an hour, and we're seeing a dildo show, and he's like, "Are you like?" And I'm like, "Somebody's paying for this." Oh my and god! I, so we finish the cigarette. We go inside. Chris runs up to me. Do James Pillard paid for the dildo show? <laughs> uh, oh. I looked at Justin. I go, "It wasn't even an hour." Can you write that <laughs> off? <laughs> so they pay. Uh, you cannot write that off. Oh my so gosh. we at this point, this is when me and Justin were like, we're not sitting back anymore. We got close for this. Oh, you became
1: an active participant. Y-
0: yes. At this point, we sat around the round table that they were in. They, wait, <laughs> they wait. were doing all this on the in the living room on the floor. And we were kind of sitting around in the kitchen. Hardwood or carpet? Uh, it had a big bearskin rug on the carpet. We violated those people's fucking home. I was going to say, dude.
1: if you, you having an Airbnb in Lake Tahoe <laughs> <laughs> with a bearskin rug... And a particular odor <laughs> around that bearskin rug, <sighs> you can email all of your complaints to Johnny. <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: Not me. I did not rent the place. Holy shit. And I was not a willing participant. Uh, uh, I, I No, at
1: this point you are. Yes. Because you okay, literally uh, but, just said, I'm yeah,
0: Okay, well, we you want, you <laughs> wanted,
1: to wanted to see this, this a, shit. If this was a Giants game, you would be like... This in was like dugout if, club. This was be dugout. Club. This
0: was like if they were playing a shitty team and you're sitting in the 300 section, but then by the eighth inning, the Giants' pitchers pitching a no hitter, and you're like, okay, there's nobody here, but I'm going down close for this. This is history. Like, but that's how it was. Like I don't want nothing to do with this, but holy shit, I'm about to see two bitches fuck themselves with a fucking dildo, oh, fuck each other with a dildo. Like say, what the fuck? This is so this yeah. Is
1: about, you're about to see two female entrepreneurs <laughs> yeah. engage in an act to which they are supporting themselves in a in a unique manner. It was it I'm was PCifying what you're saying. Yes,
0: yes, you definitely are. I was I'm more blunt about it. It was a. Uh, it was quite a thing to witness. They, I'm happy for you. They, yeah. They first they they had to explain to everybody. Um, Do not try to get involved. We know what we're doing. If if it looks like we need any help, we don't. They had a disclaimer. Yes. Like yes. fear factor. The one girl. Yes, she had a disclaimer. Like she did throughout the whole night. You know, she she had to say, "We know what we're doing. So if it looks like we need help, we don't. So don't try to help us." So we're all just sitting there like, what the fuck? And so yeah, they started off fucking themselves with with their own dildo. And oh then my they gosh. then they pulled out a nice big giant purple fucking double-sided one and then they fucked each other. And it was uh it was definitely something. Because then the weird thing happened afterwards where it was like James took the one girl upstairs for a private dance for like two hours. And he, to this day, says he didn't fuck her, but we all think he did something. But he was like, no, she wouldn't fuck me. I just paid her a ton of money. Oh he he spent so much money on that bitch. And he was like, I just spent a lot of money because she kept fucking putting. She was like letting me touch her, but I couldn't fuck her. I- He's like, I tried to, but she would not let me. And so I believe, I believe him, but nobody else does. I know James the best, yeah. and he would tell me. He would. There's no way he would not tell at least one of us, and he would tell at least me. And he just. I know when he told me because the next day he told me like I was like, "Come on, man! Like it was just me and him. Yeah, come on, man! Like I know you did. Like come on, don't be ashamed of it." And he was like, "I really didn't, man. Like I tried." He's like, "I tried to touch her a couple times, and and like, and I tried to finger her, and Uh. she wouldn't. She wouldn't let me." Like he was like, I tried to like foreplay type of shit, and he was like, she wouldn't let me.
1: So well, I was like, professionals.
0: So then he was like, then he then he hinted at it, and she was like, I don't do that. So then he was good like, so then he was good. like, so then he was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, and then they good. just kept like he was like every time a song would end, she would like, do you want another song? And he was like, fuck, like I didn't know how to to get well, out of it. No. But then he also this was the excuse that that Chris and everybody else didn't believe, but I totally believe, because James is a total troll. Yeah. As at one point, he was about to say, like, this is the last song, and he saw a text from the other girl saying, can you please hurry up? Like, and at that point, James was like, well, fuck, I'm going to make this bitch wait. (laughs) Like, so, like, the troll of James was like, I'm going to make this bitch wait. So he was like...
1: So
2: sad. So
0: he just fucking... So that that was funny to me because then they like the other girl was just like she did two more private dances and then nobody everybody else was out of money so she was just hanging out at one point just naked walking around and she was like she 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 they were all doing blow and she's like can I do a line she she expected to leave in like a half hour and it was like two in the morning so she does she does a line and like forty five minutes later she's like fuck like we still haven't gotten out of here yet and, oh and at one gosh. point at one point like. Two of them are playing chess. Two of the guys are sitting there playing chess. Yeah. And uh the girl is standing there watching, and she's buck naked, and she just goes, do you mind if I put any clothes on? It's kind of cold. And I believe Chrisman was playing chess, and he looked over at her, and he goes, yeah, you don't have to be naked. Like... <laughs> Was like what the fuck dude oh like she it's like she's waiting for the other girl and she's just buck naked we're all just kind of doing our own thing not paying any attention to it That's just and like, she's like it's kind
1: of tragic at that i'm kind point. of cold can yeah. i put some
0: clothes she asked us for permission and Crispin was like you don't have to ask like i
1: mean you're not I- I don't know. It's weird. It was
0: funny because Chris was like real sweet about it, but he like looked at her and was like, you don't have to ask us to put clothes on. Like, it was hella funny though. Like, I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, she just asked to put clothes on.
1: That's so peculiar because I I, for the record, I have never been to a um, gentleman's club of any kind. And so I don't know. This was my
0: literally first experience with this shit. I don't know how it. that really
1: operates. I've, I've had my friends try and be like, oh, dude, let's go. Blah, 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 blah. But like, I, I'm not into it, man. I just think that like, you know, I would I don't know if, if I'm on a bachelor party, we're circling back now to my original point of if I'm on a bachelor party, my whole entire goal is to do whatever the groom wants so that we can all have fun. So like, well that should be the point. I, well that, that that should be the point, but I've had the experience of sometimes you said you know the bumble date and everything. Like, I've had people that were more focused on themselves during the bachelor party than focused on um, the groom. And it just, it kind of felt, I don't want to say disingenuous, but it just was like, this isn't really the point of why we're here. So, yeah. and lo and behold, I've, you know, I've either run a bachelor party or been to enough where I go, so, straight up. Would you like some kind of entertainment in the the regard that you talked about, you know? Yeah. And every single time, it's just been, no, I'd rather just, you know, hang out with the boys and smoke cigars and go to the beach. And when we were in Austin, it was focused on drinking good wine, barbecue... And more barbecue, like yeah, I mean, eating, eating kind of and good. drinking, that was kind of and socializing. Was, but every single time I've been on a bachelor party, every dude has had that experience where they're like, yeah. "Best weekend ever!" Every single time I've talked to any of my female friends about a bachelorette party, I get the whole, "Oh my gosh!" Well, so and so started this drama, and so and so started, and there was this argument about well, this. This, and this was my so and so was crying, and I just sit there and I go,
0: "This was my oh first. This was my first and only bachelor party." I don't have a lot of friends that are married. I mean, I do, but I they, ones my that, are married. the ones that I do have that are married didn't have bachelor parties. Cody did, and it was like, yeah, it was, I mean, I will yeah. say it was one of the best weekends of my life. It yeah. was fucking fantastic. It was great, and I, like I said, telling the story, I witnessed some shit that, that you, I, I don't know if I'll ever see again. Like, I don't plan on seeing, like, unless I go on fucking Pornhub, but oh. that was some shit that I, I you watch some literal, like, Porn shit in fucking like in person, and that it wasn't makes me, that gross. Makes
1: me so uncomfortable. It was, though. dude.
0: It, telling this, okay, so it is very uncomfortable, and it was very weird.
1: Like that's the thought that goes. Do you through... feel like a void, like a voyeur at that point, or are you involved? Yes, yes. Like are you are you yes. a willing participant See, at that point, or are you a voyeur? See, so you're like. It vo- it's
0: a voyeur. Oh. It's definitely a voyeur. I it was like. Voyeur, I mean, I wasn't like. I, wasn't like, I never. I don't, I don't get turned on by that kind of shit. Like. Like watching, like with other people around, like it was fucking. What they were doing was awesome. I mean, but don't you're, don't you're, like. You're not I'm not to
1: kink shame anyone.
0: I'm not sitting there like, fuck. Like I'm turned on right now, like because there's a room full of guys watching. Like no, I'm like this is some shit that I'm never going to see again. Like I'm sitting there with the yeah. with the thought process of like. I'm witnessing some shit that you see like when you're watching a movie. And well, it's this story, like when you
1: bungee jump for the fr- <laughs> yeah. Like, or you, you bungee like, jump or, I'm, you, or you? I'm seeing. Let, let's say you do tandem skydiving. A... Which, if you're in Lodi, never tandem yeah. skydive. <laughs> you have like a four... No, no it's sorry. actually
0: not the tandem. It's the fucking solo jumpers. That anyway,
1: die. the Lodi Airport solo has jumpers one of the you know highest actually, rates of you know, fatality in the entire world for skydiving s- s-
0: side note though you know why is because, because they
1: impale themselves on the they, vineyard spikes
0: they all come a bunch of like jumpers come from all over the world to jump here from why? that spot because be- it's cheap i have no idea why it's the the guy who runs it is like a world renowned like ty- i don't know why they come here and jump and be- probably because of the risk factor
1: well, and speak, if we're a talking lot about of jumping the, and risk no, factors... no I, I read
0: about this though a while back that's like that so this weird. was this was all all like 90% of the deaths that have happened are all from solo jumpers and they're all from mispacking their fucking really? chute cuz there's no regulation there so that's why they like it nobody's checking their chute nobody's checking anything they get on a rickety dickety old plane they go up and they jump so and my, they like that it's old school you my, know
1: my grandfather was a naval aviator in world war II, and when we moved to Lodi, obviously, he wanted to check out the local airport. Plain nerd. Totally understandable. Plus, the airport cafe makes a bomb breakfast. I, I think
0: they closed because of COVID. Son of a bitch.
1: Anyway, so we go out there with my grandfather, and he is looking at all these people going about to do their um, their, their parachuting or whatever. And, you know, pretty, pretty solemn, not solemn, but like a stone-faced Norwegian guy. And he goes... Why would I pay to jump out a uh, jump out of a perfectly good airplane? And I said, Grandpa, the airplane that they're jumping out of is definitely not perfectly good. Are, are, it is subpar. Here, uh,
0: off of what you're talking about, are you going to? Uh, do you have the, the do you have the, the urge to fly?
1: I have the urge. Are you, to, are you going to get my private pilot's license? I I, I have love. You, have you flown? Flown a plane? Have you flown a plane? Like, I uh, like have not. It, Okay. I've played a lot of Microsoft Flight Simulator. Though. Have, have you? Have you ever thought about taking lessons? Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. Me too. I. I am. I'm like fuck, dude. I, I want to fly a plane so bad. I, the the story that sold me on it was told by two automotive people that I tangentially knew. Because that's si- si- F-
0: side note. Because you're a gearhead. That's why I asked. Yeah,
1: I, I, I'm a major car guy. Um, but. There's there's two people in the automotive industry down in L.A. that kind of sold me on the thought. One is uh, Aaron Robinson. I believe he writes for Car and Driver. And the other one is Tanner Faust, the professional drifter and stunt driver. Yeah, I've heard that He did that all named. the stunt driving in like uh, Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. Yeah. If you've seen a Hollywood movie with stunt driving, He's odds are done it. Tanner did it. Tanner is the sweetest, just most amazing person ever. But he has a single engine retractable gear i don't want to say it's a beach craft but he loves to it's called the hundred dollar hamburger yeah and what you do is you start in one of the small airports in la whether it's santa monica or where i used to live down in like the south bay of la and the cost of fuel and the cost of the meal is you fly out to catalina land you take one of their little bikes or whatever down. You get a hamburger in Catalina. Bike back to the airport. Hop in your plane and fly home. The cost of fuel and the meal and a beer is roughly $100. So it's called the $100 hamburger. And I just sat there and I go, how nice would it be to be like, you know what? I'm going to fly up to Tahoe for the day. Yeah. And I'm going to go get a burger. And then fly back. And then I'm going to fly home. Or, I, I, I I've,
0: I've always been like, man, dude, five years ago, I was like, not cheap. I was super into it. Twenty
1: five thousand like, bucks. Yes. Ish.
0: And I worked with a guy at the time that was eighty six or eighty seven mm? years old. Fucking Korea vet. Oh. Flew planes in Korea.
1: That's awesome. Flew
0: planes in Vietnam. Hell yeah. Uh, was a pilot like for a like a Shipping company like a FedEx or something like that. Yeah. private shipping company for years.
1: Kind of so like the flew- Top Gun joke. If you screw this up, you're yeah. going to be flying rubber. You're going to be flying planes full of rubber dog
0: shit yeah. out
2: of China yeah. or whatever. So,
0: so he was a pilot for years. Mm-hmm. And the reason he could never be a commercial pilot is because he. So this was one of his big stories. He shot down a plane in Vietnam or he shot down a boat, a medical boat in Vietnam. Whoa. Because it was firing at him. Oh, it was a Vietnamese yeah, medical yeah, yeah. vote, and it fired at him, and he claimed he sunk it. He sunk it, and he was like that. He's like, "There's no way I made a mistake. That mortar shell that flew past me is about fucking this big. You yeah. know, the si- a fucking size of a small ball. Yeah, fucking flying past. Yeah, it's he's, a football, yeah, but he, he, blows it blows up. Yeah, and it's flying past. The shell's flying past me. So I saw that shell fly at me, and I dropped the fucking best target i've ever shot yeah and he's like and it happened to be a fucking med boat
1: oh and he man.
0: never like that's why he was working to to at 87 years old yeah because he you know never got his fucking
1: pension his or, pension anything. or
0: anything. he got a dishonorable discharge he was still still fucking fighting it to this oh, fucking day gosh. but that's why he can never fly like for he was telling me i can never fly for southwest or anything like yeah. that
1: because of I've that got, i've got a family member who used to fly um out of travis up up north about yeah. what 45 minutes north of here yeah up off highway 12 and she flew kc-135 strato tankers the refueling planes and Dude, she still she what the this, fuck she to this day is not allowed to talk about some of the planes that she refueled the technology in because of all you know it's it's top secret level stuff and i just sit there and i go <laughs> those things blow it, but, my mind man. but i just sit there and i go okay so you were a pilot who was refueling top secret planes and now you're a pilot for a major u.s airline where you're dealing with people who yell and scream and kick at you because they don't want to put a mask on for an hour and 45 minute flight to san diego like i i'm just curious like, <laughs> like how does that experience in your life we're- feel and she goes I went from, you know, flying in war zones in a giant flying gas tank full of combustible fuel to somebody, you know, saying, I don't want to wear a mask for my flight to L.A. you got to come out and
0: kick those people off.
1: (laughs) 55 minutes. Like, I I understand for some people it's uncomfortable, but today I went mattress shopping.
0: Dude, I'm a fucking... And I got to
1: watch a guy in the mattress store say, quote you're going to bend over for Joe Biden by making me wear a mask? And I just sat there and I went like, oh my God, you came to their place of business. Don't even
0: get me started on these fucking idiots, man.
1: I, I don't want to lean either way because I don't want to anger anybody politically. I like to consider myself like like Johnny. Johnny and I, I think, consider ourselves pretty middle-of-the-road kind of people. I'm, I'm a libertarian at the end of the day, but I am a moderate. I listen to both sides. I, call and you,
2: my... I mean,
0: before we recorded, you, you said it perfectly. Like, I am a, I am a, like the quintessential moderate. And most people don't. They, they either think I'm a hardcore Trump supporter or— yeah. Yeah, that's it. They think I'm a hardcore they, Trump supporter. If you, they, or if you or at least your... at, the, at the latest, at the, at the least they think I'm like a Republican
1: sympathizer. Yeah. Whereas I, I personally- Which I'm not. I'm, I've, I've I'm just, not. I've, no, trust me. I've known him for 15 years. He's not. But I sit there and I go, I consider myself f- fiscally conservative, but socially liberal. Exactly. I, I'm a fan of a woman's right to choose. I'm a fan of, you know- Everyone having an equal shot at a great life in America, but my whole thing is, you don't need to tax the bejesus out of private citizens. Look at what corporations pay in well, taxes, I mean, and the, you just kind of sit there and you go, "The government, uh, the it's...
0: government is not good at its job." COVID, well, if pr- the government COVID was good at its job, it. it'd be
1: called the private sector. Uh, well, it's, <laughs> yes, yes.
0: COVID proved that. The government sucked at its job. Private sector fucking worked its ass off to fucking make masks, make sanitizer, make shit that that yeah. got us to where we felt somewhat secure.
1: The cool thing is, big, as, big as pharma, a gearhead, big pharma.
0: You know, you can thank the government in some way for funding big pharma, but then big pharma is the one who fucking got us a vaccine in record time. Whether you, yeah. you know, like whether you think it it is. Long-term, that as you said earlier, you know this is my thought on the vaccine. I have not got it yet. I'm not anti-vax. I'm going to get you it. You
1: haven't gotten it because you're a selfless person who wants at-risk I want, people yes, to get yes. it first because you're not a piece of crap. Yeah, I want You're pe- a good person. I
0: know I'm young enough to worry if I do get this. I honestly think I never... Okay, this is the weird thing in me. I honestly think I had COVID, but I never felt it. I, I believe I was asymptomatic, and I've had it because I worked around so many people that fucking had it, close yeah. contact. Yeah. One of the guys... That had it. His his son got it really bad. His young son, really really bad. Re- oh, and he, is he did, okay is he's fine now. But he okay. was out of work for months, man. And it was oh, it was bad. We were, we were we all of us were really like fuck, man. This if there's is not a go good. a me. We're gonna this link is, it up in the show this notes. Was, this is not good. But he, he made Jeez. it through. And I, I when he was telling me the story, he never mentioned once what it was. And I asked him towards the end of the story, what was it? And he looked at me. It was COVID. We all had COVID. We didn't even know we had it. But he was the one that showed the most symptoms. Woke up in the middle of the night, couldn't breathe. Like
1: that's the and, that's and the scary he, thing. He
0: didn't know he had it though, and I'm yeah. sitting there and I'm like, dude, if you didn't know, I didn't know if I had. And I'm sitting there thinking, man, you're like the fucking twentieth person I've been around in close contact that's had COVID. Yeah, I've I've had to have had this thing, and and, and I mean, I didn't go around. I go to my parents a lot. I I eat dinner. I go go for dinner and yeah. stuff like that.
1: Most By the of the way, time, his, his parents are great people, and when we were younger, and we would go hang out over there, sweetest people ever, just totally amazing. Yeah,
0: they're 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 awesome, and and during COVID, it's
1: like drive through, drive through <laughs> service. You know, bring me a plate, and and I'm good to go. Well, here's here's where the loser hour podcast uh, lives up to its name. I'm the loser that lives with his parents. <laughs>
0: hey, but you just bought a house, and you're not a loser because you were. Honestly, okay. I think of that when you told me that I'm like, but the COVID made it so where you're living with them full time. You know, yeah. you're traveling so much. Yeah. You're a smart man. You're smart as shit. I you're traveling and you're coming whenever you're coming back, you're home basing with your fucking parents and you're saving money. Yeah. And look at you now, you bought a house. Yeah. You're you're a smart man. That's, I appreciate that. Thank you're, you. You're smart. I, I got a ton of shit. The reason I say this is because I was just telling a, a, a guy, the guy I was training in work the other day. Yeah. He's 19. And he was like, I'm living with my parents. I, I kind of want to move out to get that experience. Mm. But I also want to want to stay there and help them and, and yeah. save money. And and I just told him, you know, don't listen to your friends. Stay there as long as you can. Save as much money as possible.
2: Which
1: is the smartest advice that anyone. Don't let anyone ever shame you for living with your parents. And-, and these days, especially in the state of California, to afford a house, if you're not saving up fifty, sixty, seventy five grand, you can't get a house here. Yeah,
0: or you Don't have fucking ashamed. immaculate credit. <laughs> you have to have immaculate credit and a yeah. nice savings. See, I had a goal. I lived with my parents till I was twenty five. I had a goal that was, I'm not going to move out until I have ten k saved because yeah. when I move out. I don't want to ever come back. Like I, I lost my place. I need a place to stay. Like, yeah, unless it's a dire circumstance, but I don't want to come back in three or four years. Like I can't afford this. <laughs> exactly
1: what I did when I moved back from New Jersey.
0: But you're so it's different. <laughs> it's different. So I'm like, I don't want to do that. You're, you're, it's it's totally different. I'm thinking like you know because I'm working fucking just odd jobs, you know, and yeah, working working yeah. places and just making money. But you, but you so, had a
1: goal and you you set yourself to so, achieve it. That's the main exactly. thing.
0: Exactly. And I've I've always been very frugal. I'm very very like tight with my money. I don't need much to survive, and I also don't need much to be happy. Johnny, that's called being
1: smart. Yeah, but I I mean Reed, you know I'm Dave, like read Dave Ramsey the the um financial consultant. Dude, you people our age spend insane amounts of money on things they don't need. Period. Bingo. So when drugs, I was drugs,
2: yes, watches, and I mean I have a sports cars, I
0: have a but see at the point like that's the thing. I buy weed. You buy you buy fucking watches. But guess what? We can afford that. We make enough money to where we can we can spend that on ourselves because we we still also have enough to save we have enough to spend and we have enough
1: to pay our bills but the main thing that scares me about that is you have to somebody in your life needs to have taught you to have the financial acuity nobody taught me but that's the thing. I think that instead of in high school, like that, they I, should I, teach. I'm I with never, you 100. percent I, I, as, as much as I love my stats I know, teacher, I know where you're going. It, was, and, it wasn't Mr. Davis. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I didn't. I wasn't smart I, enough to take those classes. I I took AP Stats and all that in high school. I was, AP
0: guy over here, not smart enough.
1: Not smart enough. Definitely. I mean, my, I was in okay, I was in auto so shop. If, if you want if you want a fun story about <laughs> being smart and everything, I was very very blessed that when I left high school, I was able to attend Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo and I was I was straight edge in high school I didn't drink I didn't smoke I didn't do anything other than like hang out and have pool parties at the house and go out to Johnny's house and go around and yell at people yeah exactly in my my hand-me-down Tacoma I missed that truck but I left Cal Poly uh graduated in four years on time and I left Cal Poly full-time employed with a job with a major luxury automaker, but my graduating GPA was a 2.87 <laughs> at one of the top oh state schools God. in California. So I, and this, this is once again, me showing my privilege, but you had my fun. parents were, my parents are the single best people I've ever met in my life. And they paid for me to go to school. Yeah. So when I graduated and had this job and I thought I was the cat's pajamas, I thought I was the coolest thing to hit the streets. (laughs) And I said, mom, I'm full time employed. Dad, I graduated college. When I buy my first Ferrari, I'm going to get the license plate 287 GPA and I'm going to Sharpie in the little dot between the two and the eight. And I'm going to ca- get a Cal Poly alumni license plate frame. And I'm going to go around and be like, you know what? To be successful, you don't have to be that smart. Dude, you just have to be somewhat charming and kind of likable. I know. I and know. I, my mom just sat there and she goes, how much money did we spend to send your ass to school? And my I, dad, my dad literally puts his head in both of his hands uh, and he just goes, uh, oh, my God. This is what I've enabled. And I just sat there. And every time I bring that joke up, my dad leaves the room and my mom starts drinking wine. Oh, my and God. And I just dude. sit there and I go, but I thought it was funny.
0: That, that I can see you doing, though. Yeah, because I'm a child. I can see you totally doing that. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. I mean, you know, okay. So so I, as I was saying, you know, I, I had a goal. Yeah. I reached that goal. Good. I mean, I... And far above that, I Hell yeah. My whole point was okay, I don't want to rely on them. And my parents were well off. I was well off growing up and, and we th- both were. And we were very lucky. Yes, we were. We are. We are we're, very yeah, lucky. Yes. And and the thing is, my a lot of people don't know, you know, my parents lost everything. They yeah. lost everything. My my they lost it. They didn't lose it at at right when the financial crash happened. They lost it after and in, yep. in, in, in the For result evening. of it. Yes. Yeah. And I mean they kept everything from me, everything. Yeah. And you know, some people to this day always ask, they go, your parents sold that place. Right. And I'm just like,
1: well, they remember the estate.
0: Yeah. And I don't want to go through that conversation. So it's like, it's a long story, but no. So most of the time I'm like, yeah, they sold it. You know, where do they live now? No, they live in a, no, they lost the conversation quick. Yeah. And I mean, I'll, I'll tell it right now in a short version. My dad bought a property, um, in, here in Lodi, behind uh, Lowe's, that was he was like this is you know he was out of development. My dad was in in development. He probably yeah. built the house that you just bought in in Woodbridge. Yeah, he probably was somebody with 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 his partner that nobody built that. docks me. Nobody. No, I mean if <laughs> no, I'm, you, totally I'm, I'm I'm, I'm, totally I'm ch- sure that he if you bought in that neighborhood that you told me you bought, yeah. he probably built your house yeah, with his 100%. partner, and because he built ninety percent of
1: those houses. Yeah, so. I think he built my parents' house. Actually. He
0: probably did. Yeah. yeah. So he did that in the '90s when I was very young, and then he got out quick. He didn't like it, so he got out, and he bought a property at you know some friends telling him, "Hey, it's a good a good buy." Yeah. He bought this property. He always had a, a good relationship with the bank, and then the market crashed. And my parents owned during wait, the wait, whole. what market crash? Are you saying two thousand? The, the two thousand eight? No, you're
1: saying two thousand eight was a bad year for some people.
0: The 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 fucking housing completely. Yes, sorry, the, no, I'm being the housing market yeah, crash. So everybody
1: so my, got screwed because giant banks who never paid a fucking dime, yes, see the ba- ever had to go to jail went and just went fucking hog wild yes. on these crazy there, ass mortgages and
0: insecurities. There's a couple, uh, see Sorry. the, see the big short, see margin call. Those are a couple
1: movies that'll explain it if you want to know, but you know what? See anything about that time and realize that the people that were really responsible never paid for shit. No, they didn't. And, um,
0: so yeah, I mean, years later it was my parents throughout high school. My parents were pretty much entrepreneurs. Like, yeah, my dad owned. And parrot owners. Both, yes, and parrot owners. My, parrot bo- enthusiasts. Bo- both my parents owned property all around town. Yeah. Uh, rental property. And that was basically all their income. My dad got a bright idea that, you know, hey, we should open a tanning salon in Eldorado Hills. There's no tanning salon up there. He, one day he was passing through and he was like, this is a really rich area and there's no tanning salons here. So he got this bright idea, like, let's open one. It'd be Big Bank. In Hell this yeah. Count. So he opened a tanning salon there and it was Big Bank. So then he bought another one in sack and he, they, my mom and my dad ran properties. My yeah. mom was the property manager and both of them never graduated
1: fucking college. They never went to college. His both mom of them. is also a phenomenal cook.
0: But, yes, she is. <laughs> both, both my parents are like the quintessential, you know, like they, they didn't go to college. No, they, ma- they and, hustled. They they, they, they worked they hard did. forever. A- everything. My mom's very smart to this day. She works at the school district. Yeah, She never graduated college. She's smart and she hustled and she did I shit.
1: Barely graduated and, college. And sh-
0: I mean, dude, but it's like, it's crazy to think neither of them did. And but they try both work. Were- these
1: days. How do you do that I now? I mean, my mom how was. How do a, you do that now?
0: You, you, it's so fucking hard. I mean, I'm attempting to do it right now. You know, I'm, you tr- a, I'm attempting but to. But how do you get a bank to give you a loan to have that shot? You great, can't. Great credit and good savings. And I mean I have that. And yeah. I didn't go and I'm trying to live up to that. I always had that mindset. Like my parents didn't go to college. They busted their fucking ass. Yeah. And it was easier for them at their time because which shit made was,
1: it easier for us, which we have to recognize. Exactly. Exactly. We we had a major leg up, and I don't think it's something you need to apologize for. No. But it's something you have to recognize and be like, it was easier for me than it was for yes. other people because of the position. But my, you know. But I was also a fuck I up, up.
0: I was you also a fuck up. that did weren't. I was a fuck up in the sense of like, of like school.
1: Like and my this sister is. This, is, this polar- is the Lodi sirens you're yep. hearing because <laughs> there's also a nursing home where someone is probably dying across the yeah. street right now. No so, offense. Next so, to the taco truck.
0: So I mean, my my sister was more of like she was smarter than me when it came to academic. Like I I didn't apply myself. I was a fuck up in that. I was a punk rocker. Like fuck this. I don't want. I was more of like. I needed to be doing something
1: I was passionate about to care. Which is why Johnny and I balance each other out so well, because I was a straight edge, like, I'm gonna get AP classes. And Johnny was like, let's listen to punk Johnny's the first <laughs> I'm person. I'm taking metal shop Johnny so is I can well the weld. first <laughs> person that introduced me to like good punk rock music other than Blink 182. So like, oh, uh, Gaslight Anthem. Yes. I still listen to great, the Gaslight Anthem every day. And you know who introduced me to them? Johnny Costa Magna great, sitting in great front band. of his house after we had both had shit days with bad relationships. And he's like, Bro, do you want to listen to some good music that's gonna tear your heartstrings out? <laughs> and he played Gaslight <laughs> Anthem, and it was um and never I'll never forget you, my American girl. Uh da, da, da. yeah, it's a real slow kind of ballad song that they Yeah. Made. But those
0: that, that are fuck, man. Those I listened to some of those records now and I'm like, fuck they're Fucking 12, 10, 10, 12 years old.
1: Yeah. What the fuck? We're old. Dude, I still... I, it, popped, oh. it, it, popped, it popped up the other day when I was on Facebook. I still follow The Main on Facebook. <laughs> and I just sat there and I was like, oh my God. When Brittany Cox, my first girlfriend, and I broke up, I listened to The Main. And oh, it They're was... They're huge was,
0: now. There were nothing when we were...
1: No, and then I... When when Camille and I split, it was... um. Yellow card. It was the Ocean Avenue album. Oh, my and God. And I just sat old there school. And I was like, you know. Super was, old school. Okay, so embarrassing story about me. There was one night I was at Cal Poly. It was my freshman year. We had split because I had moved away to college and everything. It's stereotypical, like, you know, upper crust, middle class neighborhood. Like, we're going to be together forever. I'm leaving for college. Fuck, we're done. <laughs> and then, so I dip out to Cal Poly and I'm having the time of my life. She comes Speak, to visit with of- Sierra and them, and she gives me this this letter, and in this letter is this beautiful old brass key, and it was like, oh, this is this is the key to my heart, and we're, you know, it's like that that Reddit thing where it's like I'm 15 and this is deep. It was like I'm 19 and this is deep, and I just sat there, and we we tried to make it work for freshman year and blah 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 blah, and there was one night everything had gone to shit, and I was listening. To, like, Gaslight Anthem in the main and everything. I'm driving in my truck down to Pismo Beach. It's midnight on, like, a Tuesday. I should probably be studying for class the next day. Or drinking. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But I walk out on the edge of the pier... And I took that key, and I threw it into <laughs> the, the ocean. This is a is fucking the, scene the from a movie, dude. My life. Like, oh my this god! This is where my heart gets torn out of my chest. Lo and behold, didn't matter for shit. Nobody cared. I turned out to be littering in the ocean like an asshole.
0: You and threw a key; it probably sunk I down, know, and fucking then, went right in the but dirt. But if,
1: if that key would have hit a fish, it would have knocked, knocked. It would have knocked it to. I know, but I would have been like. <laughs> Uh, that fish was that fish was not worth all my teenage angst.
0: <laughs> Dude, okay, uh, you've brought it up a couple times. Speaking of Cal Poly, I mean, I oh. I went your freshman year. I was down there and we met up and I, I, I was down there with all the boys. Oh yeah. We, we went to, it was Halloween time. Speaking uh, of
1: Halloween time, I'm going to crack that 40 and go to the bathroom. You tell the story. I'm going to, I'll be two seconds. Yes.
0: No, I was just going to say, <laughs> we have to do a piss break here. Fucking, I'm just going to pause it. Cause I got to yeah. take a fucking piss too. Uh, we'll be back and you know, whatever it, 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 it will, it'll, it'll be seamless to everybody else, <laughs> But but it'll probably be like five or 10 minutes here for us, you know? So I don't know who was listening yeah i mean we're back from our piss break fucking filled up with nice fucking refills of malt liquor
1: hey you know that you're a high class individual when you show up to your friend's house with and i'm not going to do a plug for them but (laughs) on the label of mickey's (laughs) other than having a hornet on it that looks very excited to sting you it's very angry it says fine malt liquor and i really think that they should put fine in quotation marks yes they should they definitely should um so yeah, we have ourselves some
0: nice fine malt liquor here, and and uh, I refilled myself a nice bowl of uh, I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's marijuana.
1: So I mean, I was gonna say oregano, but no, I for the record, I am I am not participating no, in ben, the ben is not marijuana. Par- ben, ben
0: is not participating.
1: Not not out of like some staunch moral stance, <laughs> but mainly because like. I, I I like my job. It's nobody's business.
0: <laughs> it's nobody's business. Um, yeah, I mean, every fucking job I've ever got that requires a piss test has been a fake piss test. Really? Yeah.
1: I wait, mean, wait. I, do you do the full fake wiener? Or? No, no, no. Okay.
0: I put the flask and and you just have to keep it to a certain temp. Wow. So I just shove it in my fucking pants and. Interesting. This last, yeah. I saw I that mean,
1: on Entourage, but I know, never knew
0: it was really a thing. I don't. Listen, I don't get high. This is—I was going to say it earlier. Yeah, I don't get high while I'm working. No, you're not a shitbag. And I'm the no offense. I'm—I used to when I like way back in the day when I was fucking stupid. But I mean, I I don't do that now. I drive a company vehicle. i I don't get high before, no, during work. I don't. That's just stupid. I, I. it's like, but when you get home, you want to relax. Yeah, I come home, I smoke a bowl, I, I smoke weed, man. It's like, legal, and, and I mean, it's yes, California, it's legal, it's legal in it's California. You know, to California. hey, guess what? Sunshine is free and weed is legal. Guess welcome, w- and I stole guess, that line from hey, Matt Farah. Guess what I did yesterday? I went on my phone, I went on on an app, I ordered my, I ordered a a, a an ounce of wax, six grams of of wax, two or three lozenges, weed lozenges, and a pre roll for. My buddy went
1: halvesies with me. Did you get 1% back using your cash back credit card? No, I didn't. I paid cash. He drove it up. He he
0: drove it up. He delivered it to my house. I fucking paid cash. I walked out. I handed him the cash. I had my drug dealer fucking in a car out front, boom, with a fucking bag with a label on it and shit, all professional and shit. It's legal here. Like, it's like fucking DoorDash, man. This fool fucking. I went on an app. I ordered it. And boom, a fucking hour later, it was at my door. Like. It's 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 wonder it's a wonderful thing. (laughs) To me,
1: and this is this is just me being hypothetical here, but I think that alcohol is a pretty I mean I I drink. I think alcohol is a pretty detri it's it's a drug. Listen, listen, it's a drug like caffeine. I think it's pretty detrimental to your overall health. I think that if alcohol is legal for people to go and get as drunk as they want any time they 100%. want. To me, I don't nece- And this is just, like I said, my own personal opinion. I don't think that a smoking a little weed when you get home from work... I mean, what's the worst thing you're going to do? Buy a shitload of Pringles? I'm sorry. I mean, like, dude, like, okay, so... Or Taco Bell? I love Taco Bell, so, for the record.
0: So I like, I like to think of myself as the type of stoner that puts to end the myth of, like, Oh, stoners are lazy. They don't work hard. Develop. Well, you started
1: smoking crack after weed. It's a gateway <laughs> and, yeah, drug, right? And
0: it's a gateway drug, blah, blah, blah. Uh, listen, I've never done anything, any drug other than smoking weed, if you consider that a drug. I mean, it still is classified as a drug, so I'm not going to be like, it's not a fucking drug. Federally. It, it federally is a drug. So I have done drugs before. It's marijuana. I've never done anything else. I've never done cocaine. I've never done meth. I've never done heroin. Same here. I've never done anything Same like here. that. I've never fucking touched anything because I don't
1: I've I like always Caffeine though.
0: Uh, yes, caffeine is great and nicotine is great. I I I stand oh. by I stand by this. I have a healthy I live my life on a healthy dose of caffeine and nicotine. If you give me a good
1: cigar, I a cigar and a glass of bourbon <laughs> and you sit me by a pool for about 2 hours, I am the happiest man on the face you'll, of the
0: earth. You'll see sitting right in front of you. There is two things. There's a pack of Camel Snus that is a tobacco... That's Snus. Well, snus, Snus, whatever. Snus? There's, a, there's snus, a... Snus, I don't know. But there is a Camel Snus pack that is a tobacco and nicotine product that is a pouch.
1: With a very Spitless. clear
0: warning on it. Yes. There is also a Rogue pack in front of me that is just nicotine and just a pouch. It's just nicotine. No tobacco. It is addictive because of the nicotine, but it is not... It doesn't cause gum, gum disease and cancer like the dip. I have a serious addiction to nicotine through the, addiction, uh, through the, through the pouches. Yeah. I, I like the, the burn. Ever since I got my braces removed, it's been a supplement to the grinding of my gums against some type of burn. Yeah. It is a horrible addiction. It is very, very hard to quit. I was, more, I was less addicted to cigarettes and more addicted to dip. And I never got into Copenhagen, anything like that, real strong. Yeah. But man, the pouches, they they really they're they're not as they're not as deadly for you, but they're still not as good. They cause gum disease.
1: They cause cancer. I guess my thing is I would rather see a close friend. Doing the snus or maybe the nicotine pouches or something.
0: Well, the nicotine pouches I, to me are, are how you get off of it. Because to me, a nicotine
1: pouch is the equivalent of the the, the, the red the gum, gum. It's, it's it the is. gum. It's the same kind it's of It's a
0: modern version of it. And, and I mean, I, I will, sorry to interrupt, but no, I, I have a, I have a, a, on the table. I'll show you after we record. I've talked yeah. about them before. I've tried everything. I have another product on the table that is literally, they're coffee pouches. They're called Grinds. Shout out to Grinds. They're a great company. Is that Grinds with an S or a Z? Uh, with an S, I believe. It might be a Z. I don't know. But, I hope but, it's a Z. Z but, is
1: much more trendy. But
0: but it is, they're, they're a great company. They're a great supplement for, uh, I found them through baseball, being a baseball fan, that they're, that, you know, major leaguers have endorsed them to get off. Because chew.
1: major leaguers are getting crucified for using Chew in the dugout.
0: A lot of them them are addicted to it, too. And Bochy being one of them as a Giants fan, he he was hypnotized to get off of it. You know, that's how addictive it is, man. It's fucking horribly that, addictive. That
1: is only something that comes out of being the GM for a San Francisco-based team yeah. is you get hypnotized out of it. In Arizona, and by the one way, year, shout, he, out, shout out Bruce Bochi. Love love for Bruce Bochy. Being just such. And you know, I, listen, my favorite thing hey, is when I'm, Bruce Bochy. I'm true, gonna When say they it. tried to do interviews with Bruce Bochy, he wasn't having Bill, it. He is the Bill Belichick of baseball because he just doesn't give a shit. Straight
0: answers, nothing more. But listen, why'd I, you now, pull so and so out now, of the game? Now they weren't you, doing well. Now that you say it, you know, I'm also going to give a shout out to Gabe Kapler I don't care what a lot of people say um he's got big shoes to fill yeah and much like Moises Alou or uh Felipe Alou did after Dusty left
1: to me it's
0: it's a it's a stopgap but listen Kapler to me
1: he's not, that bad. he's
0: not that bad he has made some bonehead decisions in the we past all do but listen here's the thing about Kapler I believe he's a player's manager to switch yes. over here to baseball. He's a player's manager and he learns from, he, he's learning with the guys. Yeah. So it's like Johnny Cueto is a perfect example. Last season on opening day, he pulled Johnny Cueto in the sixth and Cueto fucking let him have it this year in Cueto's first start. Yeah. He let him go till eighth? the eighth inning. The second start Cueto went into the ninth. His third start, he went to the sixth and told them, "I need to go." Yeah. and he ended up having an injury. He's now on the IL with an Jeez. oblique strain. But Cueto, get, Kapler, well, get
1: well soon, yes, Johnny. Get yes. well soon,
0: Johnny Cueto. But Kapler is letting Cueto dictate, like, "Hey, that's my guy. He's going to tell me right now if he, he can go or not."
1: You have to be care. It's and, it's a, and it's I a, like. It, well, I like I, a manager I, I, I would, like that. I would rather have a manager be more player friendly than management friendly. Cause you look at MJ. Well he's an it, anal- it, you MJ- have to
0: you have to think though, he is an analytics guy. Because we're coming from an analytics system now.
1: Would you call him a modern day Billy Bean? No, he's 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 <laughs> how speaking all, of analytics.
0: It's it all comes from the GM, Farhan. It all comes from the analytics yeah. side of baseball now, you know, Farhan's just like all these analytic guys. He came from Oakland. He worked with Bean. It's everything with what we have with current baseball.
1: Shout out Billy Bean. I shout think, out here's, uh, Brad Pitt here, for playing Billy Bean. Yes, here's <laughs>
0: here's the thing. Like, I'll give this example. If the Giants were as good as the Tampa Bay Rays last year, yeah, and it was the Tampa Bay Rays. Against the San Francisco Giants in the World Series. And Kevin Cash is coming out to pull Blake Snell from that game.
1: In the fifth inning.
0: In the fifth inning when he's dominating. Yeah. I don't think Gabe Kapler would do that to a Johnny Cueto or a Kevin Gausman. I don't think he would now. No. But that's... That's you, the thing. You
1: learn, you, honestly, you learn as you, you learn go. learn making mistakes sometimes. But
0: you learn from your players as well. You, what you, player stands up to you and says, listen, motherfucker, like Cueto like did after yeah. that game, listen, I can fucking go. You don't pull me when you think I'm ready. You pull me when I tell you I'm ready.
1: And his paycheck dictates but he's a, that he has that ability. But he's
0: also a veteran. He's, yeah. he's been around a long yeah. time. He's not a rookie.
1: Well, and you see that... Guy- and ba- I mean baseball baseball is, is a tangential passion of mine. My direct passion is racing I, yes. I, I love Formula One like GT3, I mentioned earlier all gear that kind of stuff I am the biggest car guy you'll ever meet but there is fact there is a direct correlation between a manager gaining experience through making mistakes and a manager gaining experience by listening to what his people say and it doesn't matter if it's baseball it's a combination it's golf, of everything if it's it, it, work a manager needs to listen to their people and learn and learn and i guess i guess a manager isn't really a manager a manager should be like a combination of a cheerleader and someone who encourages you to do more and do better yeah and well, I, dude, that's
0: in. in as you saying that, it's like I see that in in Kappler. I see all of it. But like he's somebody that I think you leads can't expect these guys. Him to do it overnight? No, not expect, at all. You can't
1: expect him to. And I mean, I don't judge the him. World fucking series his first year. I don't
0: judge him like that at no, all.
1: But some people do. Some people do. And then They go out on Twitter. Yes. And they go out on yes. Instagram and they background. Just court, go they, on they the Monday comment section of anything, man. Oh yeah, like, go on to the okay. I think we can universally agree here. The worst place in the world, comment section of YouTube.
0: Yes. Facebook is a close second, though. <laughs> Facebook is pretty fucking bad when you get into certain
1: comment sections. You're like, God damn, how the fuck? And I mean, Twitter is awful, too, but... I follow Johnny on Twitter so that I can watch Johnny fight people that I don't know. (laughs) That I I don't know either. (laughs) No, none of us know, but I wake up in the morning, and here's my morning routine. I wake up in the morning. There's a candle next to my bed. I smell the candle, and I go, if I can smell this candle, I probably don't have COVID. I make a cup of Earl Grey tea. I put a little bit of local (laughs) honey in it, and I go, if I can taste my tea, I probably don't have COVID. And then I sit in my bed, and I go through my emails, I go through my Instagram, and then I go through Twitter to see what kind of shit Johnny has stirred up overnight. And the funny part is...
0: At Johnny the Mook,
1: At Johnny the Mook, Johnny never, Johnny never starts it. The only thing Johnny no, will,
0: I I will say sometimes I do start. The it.
1: only thing Johnny will start is a wrestling conversation. Yeah, I start
0: it with the wrestling fans but all the time. When it but comes it's to too politics easy. and
1: everything, no, I don't start it. Johnny will never start it. But he and I get to see living in a small, mainly conservative town in the Central Valley of Northern California. We know the kind of people that we interact with on a daily basis. Johnny and I both believe firmly. That everyone, freedom of speech, freedom of politics, all that stuff is huge. But you can't just go out in public on social media spouting some useless bullshit and attacking people. It's not cool. It's, I mean. It's super not cool. To me, fuck
0: man, Twitter is just, it's so bad. Like, and I try, I try not to get into it with people, but I do is like
1: Twitter, the cigarettes of social media yes. or is that Facebook.
0: Twitter is the math of social media.
1: Then cigarette. Facebook is the cigarette. Facebook is the cigarette. That's a pretty apt metaphor. Yeah. I we mean, just developed it, that it, it, fucking Twitter is just,
0: I mean, two weeks ago I had some guy like it was, it was during the, um, like the opening of the Chauvin trial
2: uh, and,
0: um, dear God, somebody had, had, uh said something and I commented and I was like that's like somebody had said something that you know uh that, that I can't ex- exactly remember but he was talking about the the defense yeah and I was like and I I commented like no the defense is painting a picture to the jury On opening statement, and I like literally just went to jury duty like less than six months ago. Yeah, so I know how. So Johnny's a lawyer. I no, no. no, I kind of, I kind of know how the process works, and I'm super into that shit anyway. It's called due process for a reason. Going through the going through jury duty made me more like like I was into I'm into that shit already, so I kind of know how the process works. So so I was kind of like fuck, I don't want to do this, but I was into it the whole time, like, really interested. So I was watching how it interacts and, to and, be. And, and works. So I'm like, they're on opening statements. They're not trying to, like, he's like, they're this, not presenting like, evidence the, in like, opening statements. Um, don't, they're, quote, don't quote me, but the the, the shit was like the, the defense is trying to paint the uh, Chauvin as a, you know, as a hero cop, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, they're literally like, painting a picture of what happened that day. It was like,
1: isn't it was it a their comment job to paint him as a hero. It
0: was a comment underneath
1: a oh, video. You're getting into sub. Comments. So so no okay no 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 no. Oh
0: so no 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 no. It was <laughs> it was a video posted of one of the. Remember when all they had the testimony on opening statements? They had they had. I didn't. I haven't been paying attention really. But they had testimony on opening statements from from witnesses of that day, and one of them was like this black dude that said something about. Um, They asked him some, the the defense asked him some ridiculous question, like, uh, did you feel like, you know, attacking the police or anything? And he was like, no, I like,
1: okay. Leading the witness. It it
0: wasn't that exact word, but they were, you know, how did you feel in that moment? And he was like, he was explaining what was going on. Yeah. And the person commented on that. He was
1: explaining what was going on in a situation that occurred multiple years ago but but it was it
0: was it was, a, it was a it was a dude that was witnessing and you know all this shit so yeah. i uh i had told you know i had told this fucking dude he had commented something that was fucking ignorant and i was like that's not what's happening here they're literally doing opening statements trying to paint a picture Which the defense is their yeah, job yeah i was like the defense is trying to paint they a are picture they need
1: to do that both of, what, sides. of
0: what happened on this day and, dude, I was that was one well, of the comments that got flooded with, like, a lot of people, like, saying shit that I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, make the a now. lot of people saying shit that, uh, like, yeah,
2: calling like, me a racist. No, and all. no, 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 <laughs> no. Like, let's fuck, make the man, statement you know?
1: now. No one should be brutally murdered at the hands of, A, another human being, let alone a public servant. However... The American justice system says that everyone will have their day in court to see. So, exactly, but but to me, it I, I, it doesn't matter if you're pro cop, anti cop, any of that. People are guaranteed basic like, human rights, and I think that should cops should be trained. The public should also respect authority, but like it's 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 a no win. Situ- well, like, it's a no win situation, and I think. I I I directly you're, support. You're hitting everyone. on all the
0: right notes right well, here.
1: Well, I directly support everyone that wants the police to be better trained, but I also directly support everyone
0: that wants th- to feel safe.
1: That wants to feel safe when they get pulled over or yes. they get stopped. And I mean, and so we can't like. But like, how do you fix it? I I I I don't have the right answer on how to fix it. I wish I did. If I could snap my fingers like Thanos. Yeah. And just fix and all fix the injustice this. in America? Yeah. Oh my god, I would do it instantly. And I mean, listen, like I
0: have always I put wish it I like, could. I'm sorry. I've always put it like this with cops. Like I fucking hate cops. It's The punk rocker in me, I fucking hate them. But I respect them because it was the way I was raised. The way I was raised was, you know, like if you get pulled over just comply and my dad always told me, don't give a police officer, like, because I remember getting pulled over one night and getting a lot of shit from the cop and telling my dad, like,
1: telling also, the story. You, you you used to be a little shit. Bag. I was a little shit. exactly. You were exactly. a shit bag driving a BMW yeah, at yes, 16. Yes, I was a
0: little punk. No, 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 18. I didn't have my license until I was 18. Sorry, he was a shitbag <laughs> driving a BMW so, at
1: 18. Yes,
0: yes. So I was I was a shitbag, though, and I mean, I... I I remember telling him that story, and he just told me. It, it's, my dad told me a lot of stuff that stuck with me that I keep to this day. They're life lessons. like.
1: Well, that's what your dad is there for. It, it, that's ex- kind of the exa- like ex- exactly. purpose of that, being.
0: Exactly. So it's like there's certain things that's like, this was one of them, you know? Don't give them a reason to ever. You know, as much as you think it's bullshit cuz I remember it was like I was going to my buddy's house, I just bought my car and they pulled me over for a blue light bulb over my my license plate.
1: I got pulled over and, for that too at Cal Poly. And, and I dude, had blue LEDs cuz I thought it was cool and I was also 19 and stupid.
0: I was on my way to my buddy's house to get high. <laughs> and I hadn't smoked all day
1: before so they were before like California was legal. Yes. Yeah,
0: so they were like, are you smoking? And I was like, no, I'm not. And I was but like, I'm it smells to. like weed in here. And I, you know, I had weed on me and I was like, I have a, um, a grinder with me and I have less than a full grinder with me. Um, it's, so you were honest. Yes. And I was like, it's in my 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 center console. I'm going to my friend's house. I'm spending the night there. We're going to smoke, and I was just like, I wasn't spending the night. That's where I lied, but I was like, I told her, it was a lady cop. I told her, though, like, I'm not, she still ticketed me for the fucking shit. She'd let me go for that, but she ticketed me for for the fucking, it was less than it, an ounce. It so could that, have been worse. It, it could have been worse, but, you know, I was bitching about it, and my dad but, told me specifically, don't give them a reason to ever, just, just. Deal with what you have. They're already like they're but, already dealing with enough shit. And, I know how you are. You know, and that's don't the thing give is, them a reason to we, fucking shoot you or do something to where they arrest you we or have to, anything.
1: We have to recognize. I think that there is a certain amount of comfort that you and I have because our parents yes let us and but dude parents, there are also down that I, direction. But also one of my the I have a friend that I call a brother who is a member of law enforcement. And whenever I get pulled over, I follow a, v- a very simple methodology. I pull over using my blinker and everything. I roll down all the windows in the car. I put both hands on the steering wheel. I turn the car off. And when the officer addresses do, me, You
0: do a lot to make when them feel comfortable. If the
1: car is keyless go. Or whatever the situation is. Turning the is, car off is I a put big one right on the. i never I put done the key that. on the dashboard. Dude, and that's, I, yeah, and you, when, when, the, when the officer goes, whatever they say, hey, how's your day going? Oh, pretty good. How's yours? My day's going well. Okay. Do you know why I pulled you over? I believe I was speeding. Yes, you were. Can I please see your license, registration, and insurance? I do this. I say, sir or ma'am or whatever, officer, those items are currently located in my glove compartment. Is it okay with you if I reach over with yeah. my right hand and I get them out of my glove compartment? And I and they they tend to I mean it, it goes back to being a kid where it's well, the dude, golden that's, rule. That's it's the always, golden rule. If you if you get respect if you give respect, odds are you get respect. Well, dude, and that's say, the
0: nerve wracking thing like, about yeah, nowadays. Yeah, go for it. Like I feel like I feel like every cop's on edge nowadays to where I haven't been pulled over and knock on wood, knock wood. In, in goddamn fucking forever.
1: I drive and, a 526 horsepower, bright blue with white stripes, Shelby Mustang. Yeah, I drive
0: a fucking 01 Toyota.
1: And I haven't been pulled over in the year and a half I've owned it. Knock wood. <laughs> Lucky knock man. Wood. Uh, but I know I guarantee how you, you drive. On the way home tonight, I'm getting pulled over. So, I
0: mean, okay, I haven't, I haven't pulled over in quite some time.
1: You Don't drive like you used to,
0: I don't, but
1: um, we were idiots, we were 19. I
0: never once thought about that when I was younger, but now it's a different time. Now, that was, I mean, it really is a different time. The
1: gas, I'm focused more on how much I'm spending. It just doesn't, it feels like I drive slower because I don't want to burn as much gas because it's five bucks a gallon.
0: But it feels like a lot of people, like, I don't know, if I got pulled over right now, I would literally what you just said, I would tell the cop. I'm going to reach into my glove box to, and I wouldn't have done that five years, five years ago if I got pulled over, which is the last time, probably the last five, six years ago. And I it, wouldn't have done that, which nowadays, thing, because tensions is, are so high, it's, it doesn't matter. It's it just
1: sad that you have to think about doing doing it. that. But to me, if if an officer of the law pulls me over or stops me on the street, my whole thing is. I want to go home to my family. Exactly. They want to go home to their family. How can we mutually achieve this this goal? So I say, my wallet is in my back right pocket where my license is. Do you mind if I reach with my right hand and I retrieve my wallet? Yeah. I just, I, it shouldn't be like that. However, I just, I, I thrive off trying to make sure that I, do the right thing most of the time. Yeah. And if it makes them feel better, and this is kind of self-serving, if it makes them feel better, their odds of giving me a ticket are probably slightly lower. Yeah, exactly. Not that I have a ticket attorney technically on retainer, but I, (laughs) my white privileges speaking, yes, I have a ticket attorney on retainer because I am an idiot. But I also got two speeding tickets in a week from the same cop when I was sixteen, going to lunch in high school because somebody said we should race to Butcher Shop That'll and happen. Tony's Pizza because four ninety nine for a slice <laughs> and a soda was a fucking sweet deal and still is. Shout out Tony's Pizza.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have a car that can drive fast, so I just kind of coast.
1: I I got I got lucky. Okay, I, just, so,
0: I mean. I got real. I lucky. wish I had a yeah, dude, your car is fucking sweet. <laughs> it's I'm going to be buying a new car here soon. But it's it's second to the to goal of buying a house. I want to buy a house
1: that and that's that that brings up another sticky situation in the state of California is you hear these conflicting reports. California is having a mass exodus. But then in February, the Lodi Stockton real estate market yeah. was listed as the number one. Hottest real estate market in the United States based on number of days on market, average price increase year over year, and number of over asking cash bids. It is insane. So everybody who says well, that everyone's of, abandoning California, the Bay Area a lot isn't abandoning California, do, they're moving
0: east. A lot of a lot of the what you'll see in this area, a lot of people are buying from that don't live here yeah. buying places and then renting them out. Like just they're buying the property and renting it. Uh, I was noticing a rental
1: lot in Lodi gets 40 to 60 applicants all with 700 plus tier credit. Yeah. All pre-qualified. Yeah. The average place, you're talking a one bedroom apartment gets 70 applicants.
0: Yeah, I'd be so fucked if I didn't have my situation right now. How can I mean you I, cali- have, How can I you do have I live
1: in California I if d- you don't
0: have a connection. I do have I had I do have good uh, I do have really good credit and a really good savings. So I mean I wouldn't be totally fucked, but it would be a really stressful situation. You
1: would have to I wouldn't be, be able
0: to get a house. Like oh, I'd have well, to have two two people with the same amount of credit and savings as me which is fucking
1: damn near impossible for getting a house i had to search for two years to get a house i had to save up by living at home during those two years oh and for the four years before that while paying rent yeah and two people had to literally die for me to get a house one being the seller's spouse and one being my sister so that we could grief bond over the mutual loss, and it led to me buying the house. People dying shouldn't be a prerequisite yeah. for you being able to get a house in the state of California, but the a- state of California a- is so screwed up. Single when's Winsla- single family well, dude, housing developments and would, Lodi are selling out at six twenty five to six
0: fifty a piece. I tell you right now, like you brought up the mass exodus. You know, like
1: my family's all here. If my family wasn't here, I'd be, I'd be gone tomorrow. What happens if your father has a stroke and you live in Texas and you can't be there to help him?
0: Exactly. You're going to feel like a dick. I mean, I don't want to move to Texas, but I would move to Baltimore because that's where James lives. I would go there immediately. If, I like, used to spend 90 if, days if my, a year in
1: Baltimore. If my family, and I'll tell you what, their Shake Shack down by the harbor oh, and their if crab my, cakes. If my uh, family was like, we'll move anywhere. Or whatever,
0: I I would go straight there. Annapolis. He's he's told me plenty of times, like I got a room for you whenever. Yeah, and it's like I would go there, if and it's wanna, like if that's, you want to go there, that's later. S- that's my plan later in life. No, let's, you know, like no,
1: let's go do a trip because all my old dealerships are still out there, and they all consider me a homie. So let's go out there and let's just do like a long week.
0: I'm planning on going out there for a, for a week okay. when, in in the summer, probably July or August. I got
1: Marriott points. Let's book a flight. Let's do it.
0: I'm I'm planning on it. We'll Hell stay yeah. at his house. We don't need a hotel. We oh, stay at his but, house.
1: And I'll grab one of my old demos from one of the dealerships there. We'll be fine. He's got
0: a, he's got fucking two rooms, man. You, I know, we, but yeah. I'm talking
1: about us having a spare car. I, yeah, no, we'll okay, have for the record, we'll I have love a love ride. Area. Yeah, I love well, that area. And if you have the chance, go to Annapolis and eat every crab and see, you like, can.
0: I've I've. I've been to Baltimore, but we spent one day. He lived in the suburbs. Now he lives in the city. It's pronounced Baltimore. Yeah. He, well, he lived in. Fuck. He lived in. Uh, what was
1: fucking? Not name? Bunker Hill.
0: No, no. Uh, Bunker
1: Hill is in the city. That's across the street from the harbor.
0: He lived in the boonies, like a, a couple <laughs> like miles.
1: Owings Mills.
0: Uh, keep listing.
1: Uh, rec- I had dealerships in Rockville, Owings Mills. All that I I love that area. Fuck, that I, area around it was it late was like October, it You like, there for it, Halloween? It had a bunch oh of boat
0: boat harbors and places. He, his place was nice that we went to. I can't remember the area. Not, er- fed,
1: not Federal Hill.
0: No, no, no. It was.
1: Shout out to anybody who lives in Baltimore and is yeah. currently screaming at their can't car speakers. I not fucking remember, man. Somebody, somebody in Baltimore is listening right now, and they are screaming at their when I hear When I
0: hear it, I'll be like, we were, a couple episodes ago, I was talking about Florida when I went to Florida. And when I, I hate heard, Florida. When no I
1: offense heard, to Florida listeners.
0: When I heard the name, though, it was like we were looking. Uh, my buddy Eric was looking on the maps, and he was like listing names. I was like, let me see that. No, you're not getting them. And I grew, zoomed in, and I was like, "Crestview that that's it right there." Like the I knew you Cre- that's you know that's what? where Nelson now, lived. Oh, is that's it? That's where Nelson lived for I a couple of years. I spent to, three weeks there. I it was to, the boonies. I
1: went to Florida, but I went to the Amelia Island Concours d'Elegance. We were
0: in Florida
1: Okay, I was I was in Bougie, Florida, and I was uh, showing a 1958 Porsche Speedster at the Concours d'Elegance in in Amelia Island. But to me, I, and I get it, coming from Lodi, this sounds stupid, I like mountains and hills. Florida's pretty flat. Yeah. Kind of like most of my experience. Fuck Florida,
0: it was goddamn fucking, (laughs) dude, listen, this is my experience. I went there for, I had a six-week trip planned. I went there to stay with Nelson. And and you dipped out after three weeks? Yes, and me and Nelson were going to, I was going to live at Nelson's house and James is going to be there James lived 45 minutes away but he was still in the military he was, he was, li- yeah, he was li- living there. on the base and he Shout could come and, he could come and hang out but uh, and Nelson worked uh during the week but we'll still be able to do stuff. Well Nelson's back in town now, right? He is he lives in Stockton um Okay. So as I fly out there like a week before I fly out there Nelson's like dude my car broke down like it's shot it's done. Oh, and I'm like shit. fuck dude like whatever so I'm coming out next week. So I get there and my first day there, Nelson goes to work. And I'm in this big-ass house by myself. Like, he has two roommates at the time. One's moving in at the end of the week. So it's a four-bedroom. It's big-ass house, though. Like, big-ass fucking backyard. Like, a balcony that overlooks this giant wilderness backyard. Any gators? Fucking... Uh, no, no, no. Not close enough Lame. to that. So So it was fucking I came beautiful. here for the gator content. It was a, it was a beautiful place, though. So, yeah. so he lived with a a black dude in the military and a gay dude that danced with like the dudes that... Uh, he was a professional dancer. Hell yeah. And he knew the guys from Dancing with the Stars. He had pictures all over the Hell house with the pro dancers. He to the fucking... So, yeah. So his,
1: I support this entire yes, living so, situation. Yes. So it was
0: a funky living situation, but it was hilarious. That's like, awesome they as were, shit. Th- so then, That's a
1: sitcom on yeah, NBC so, on Thursday so, nights yes, at 8 p.m.
0: So then another gay dude was moving in. He's the only guy I remember his name. His name was Perry. Because he was super sick. Like he he... He moved in. I was there one day and he showed up to move in. I was like, Oh, I'm I'm, Perry. I'm moving in. and I was like, Oh, I'm Nelson's buddy. And he was like, Oh, well, I'm. And then we were just sitting Sweet. there watch, watching TV and he was like, Are you hungry? And I'm like, Yeah. He's like, I'm going to go into town and get some food. And I was like, Oh, all right. Like, he's like, well, You want to come? I'm like, Sure. I didn't have any way into town. It was oh, so the first, first day I'm there, I brought my longboard. And I was like, I'll just skate into town.
1: Well, because everything's flat, so you can't yeah. skate everywhere. So, so
0: I walk outside. It's and I look at the weather, and it's like, oh, it's fucking ninety degrees. It's cool With today. Ninety
1: nine percent humidity.
0: I didn't look at that. Oh shit, you didn't. So I walk outside. I'm dressed in summer clothes. I'm like, fuck, it's
1: yeah, t-shirt hot. and
0: shorts. It's hot as fuck out here. Yeah. So I go out of his. For all the viewers, his,
1: Johnny and I are both what's yes, considered I'm plus r- size, rotund. So Johnny and I don't like humid because there's these things called rolls. Yes, and Johnny and I get Fuck. sweat in between our rolls, and yes. it is unpleasant. It's not. It's not. There's fun. an image for you. Sleep well tonight, thinking of that. Yes, and I'm bearded,
0: so it's not fun.
1: He has a way better beard than me, and it's <laughs> fucking infuriating. But so, I'm regaining my beard, trying to make it more like his. <laughs> But it's impossible. A
0: lot of shaving. But um, I, I longboarded into town, and that was the last day I did that. <laughs> I was, I got to, I literally, dude, the town was about a mile and a half, like, and I saw a movie theater coming in, so I was like, that was my plan. I'm going to go eat and go to the movie theater. Yeah,
1: sit in air conditioning.
0: So I, I was like, this will be easy. Well, his whole neighborhood was literally downhill. So I was like, "Fuck!" Because like, so I had to oh, walk all up no. out of his neighborhood, and then I got In to the an area. Yes, yeah. so then I got to an area where I could skate, and I'm um, basically I, I I I look at it like it's like highway. Of uh, fucking eighty eight going out like Lockford, like yeah, it looks yeah, like yeah. Lock, like so it's not a lot of room to skate. But so I'm skating along this area and I'm dripping sweat. My glasses are these thick framed glasses. Are At least sl- this
1: is pre mask.
0: Yes, they're sliding down not my face. Florida believes in masks. They're sliding down my face. My glasses. I'm pushing them up. I'm like hitting rocks, almost falling off. I'm like
2: fuck, getting gators. This sucks. up.
0: I get into town. The first place. And you I, said then you go. I have six more weeks of this, dude. The first place I went to was a grocery store. I bought the things that you attach to your glasses to keep them on your face that like nerds wear that you like hook to each end.
1: Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I bit.
0: bought one of those because they were sliding down my face when I was like cause I was sweating so much that they were just like rolling down my face. You and, and I, I aren't couldn't,
1: built for high humidity. And I'm like,
0: this is not good. And I was like, where's the movie theater at? And she was like, Oh, it's up the road, about like six blocks. I'm like, Oh. So like I got there, I ended up watching two movies. What'd you watch? Uh, one this of is them. A,
1: this is something we haven't gotten into yet because Johnny and I are both cinephiles. Yes. And I.
0: I will. We will get into it. The one movie I do remember. I don't remember. The second movie, the first movie I definitely remember was Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter.
1: What
0: the? <laughs> f- and I was like, "Fuck yeah, let's see some fucking vampires!" I own that movie. I, fuck yeah, I was like, "God damn!" Who cares know.
1: about him abolishing slavery? I want to see him see some, fuck up vampires. Yeah,
0: I I love stupid slashy bullshit B horror movies, and that looked like a new the age.
1: cheerleader on Netflix. I have not seen it. Oh, go watch it right now. Okay, we're (laughs) going to take a two and a half hour pause in the podcast so Johnny can go watch. Oh, no, it's called the, sorry, Beer Burps and Mickey's Burps, The Babysitter on Netflix. Yeah, I have not seen it. Oh, my God. Here, take this Mickey's because I'm not going to drink that. Tonight, you're going to watch watch it and you're going to text me at like 2 a.m. and be like, Ben, I love you as a person. But your movie well,
0: recommendations ben, are horseshit. We, we before we, like, right before, <laughs> this will be like, we're all over the fucking place, but it does not matter at all. Well, we haven't we,
2: seen
1: each other in about four years. And,
0: and so. we've been drinking a little bit, but listen, no, okay, before, before not, we, not
2: much. Before,
0: we start, before we stop, before we stop, take a nice little piss break, uh, I was going to bring up the little, the, the I, I. The the weekend I I I spent at your 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 dorm in Cal Poly was was hilarious oh because we that God. was that was the weekend I experienced the room for the first time.
1: Yeah, that and
0: was, that, that was life changing. That moment will literally stick with me forever because that movie Tommy was so <laughs> so like I get all the references of everything because of that that fucking like I remember going there we we were fucked up like. And we met up and we we're like, let's go back to your fucking dorm. And, yeah. and your roommate was like, we're going to watch this fucking shitty movie. My like,
1: roommate was also learning Icelandic as dude, a he,
0: hobby. He was really weird. But I remember he showed me that movie in a really weird band that I liked. And I was amazing.
1: like, amazing. Dr. Dog. <laughs> was it Dr. Dog? was Doesn't not matter. Dr. Dog. Was but a, but
2: I don't remember. What was,
1: what was his name? Oh, It started with an M. I remember he was very strange but But fucking weird. Like cool strange. (laughs) Like I was like, this guy's
2: fucking weird, but like I'm not gonna
1: lie, I had to take out his like I had to be like, hey, have you washed your sheets in the last six months? And hey, have you like I don't know.
0: side note, because I'm gonna bring this up in a little bit. What building did you live in?
1: I was in Yosemite dorms in Cal Poly, Tower One, first floor. We, before gender thing was a thing, we called it the man cave. And I lived next door it was pretty amazing. I lived next door. I was to... there for
0: three days, like two days. oh my and it God. was fucking amazing. I
1: lived in between. I was like God damn I wish I could stay here forever. an Australian exchange student <laughs> who also lived with the Cal Poly amateur rugby team. So my, my father worked used to work for a, uh, a bank based out of the UK. And so he went to Scotland for some meeting and just had a fucking blast. And I was eight and pissed off that I didn't get to go. But he goes, he comes back and he goes, son, I had a great time. And I said, dad, that's fucking sweet. I didn't say that as an eight year old, but I said, dad, that's awesome. What can you tell me about your time? And he said, when the time comes, I will tell you. And I said, okay, dad. So a week before I leave for Cal Poly, my dad goes, do you remember the conversation we had when you were eight? And I was like, no, that was 10 years ago, dipshit. I don't remember what you told me when I was eight. And he goes, when you go to college, I know you're going to drink. I know you're going to have a good time. I just pray for you that you don't start any life or end any life Or end up in the newspaper in a way that makes the family look negative.
2: (laughs) Okay. Okay. No, no,
1: but then he goes, but the last part of advice is never try to keep up drinking with Australians or rugby players. And I said, golly gee willikers, dad. I literally said that. How do you know not to try and keep up with them? And he goes, do you remember my trip to Scotland? And I said, yeah. Yeah. 10 years ago, I remember being pissed that I couldn't go because, I don't know, scotch as an (laughs) eight-year-old. You're a kid. (laughs) my dad goes, so the company brought together the Australian arm and the UK arm and the US arm. And he said, I tried to keep up drinking with the Australians and the rugby players that went to college playing rugby and everything. And he goes, never do it so I move into Cal Poly (laughs) and my parents move me in we're having a great time I'm 18 and just like mom and dad go away so I can go like do what I do I didn't know what I did yet but I had an idea and my parents are meeting all the other parents oh hey so and so nice to meet you blah, blah, blah 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 what does your kid do oh my kid plays rugby what about your kid Oh, he's, in the, he's here for a year uh, from Australia. And my dad looks at me and he goes, we're changing dorms. Oh. And I go, why, dad? No, no, Everyone no. seems nice. I have, I have the biggest TV and the loudest stereo. Everyone's immediately my yeah. friend. Plus, I have a truck, which means I'm the inaugural beer run guy. So he goes, oh, fuck. And he and my mom leave a week later. They hadn't heard from me. And he calls me on a Sunday. We checked in every Sunday. Yeah. And he goes, son. And I was like, Eric. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, have you been hanging out with the Australian and with the rugby players? And I said, dad, you're not going to believe this. There's this thing called Edward 40 hands where you duct tape 40 ounces of malt liquor to each one of your hands and drink it. And he just goes, oh, my God. And I hear his disappointment. This is the first, this is the second time, second time I've heard my father's disappointment over the phone audibly. And he goes, what did I tell you? And, he, and I was like, don't raw dog strangers. And he goes, you're paraphrasing, but close enough.
2: And he goes,
1: what did I tell you about Australians and rugby players? And I go, dad, I live with them now. And he just goes, don't ask for extra money for beer, <laughs> but I'm wiring you. He wired, Dude, me, like, he wired me like 150 bucks and he goes, use this as a piece. He said to use it as a peace offering oh my between God. me and the Australians. He's like, get Loan away behold, from these people now. Lo and behold, those people. They're going to corrupt you. No, the rugby players, the Australian, we had the best year of our lives. I got to watch Australian football for the first time, which is different than American football. Who would have thought? It's not just upside down because they're on that side of the planet. But I got to watch Australian football and the rugby players. Most of those guys ended up in the wine industry. And they are just I mean, I I feel like if I was in their town tomorrow and I called them, they'd be like my house now, wine, dinner done yeah and so you sit there and you go you
0: made those connections my, my
1: dad gave me the right advice because oh my god we were playing edward 40 hands and one of the rugby guys finished i don't know an hour and a half before me because i'm an amateur and he goes done clap but when he clapped his hands together he forgot that there were glass bottles duct taped to each <laughs> hand and so both bottles simultaneously oh god, shatter dude. as he claps and just blood everywhere, blood and duct tape everywhere. So, dude, um, it,
0: it was so funny because yeah, I the remember, good old days. I remember that weekend. Um,
1: Shout out Cal Poly.
0: We went for Halloween. We were there from like a Friday to, and it was like Halloween Friday to a, a Monday. I think Friday to a Monday. Yeah, and Halloween was on that Friday, and oh we went to a God. like a frat party, and it was huge, and it got broken up right away. Yeah, we, we were all,
1: down on we were down on halfway street, but we all got split
0: up. And yeah. I met up with you at that point because you were the only person I knew that lived there.
1: And I called you. And, and you were, I am obnoxiously you were, attuned to my phone. But you were I like. I text back in three seconds flat dude, every time. You, you were like, I called you and you were
0: like, what street are you on? And I'm like, me and Danny were, are on this street. And you're like, I'm right around the corner. Like yeah. the party that we were at just got broke up. Like we're looking for like, I was yeah. like, what the, f-? it was like fate. Yeah, and we all needed a place to stay. I remember Danny ended up going off somewhere, and Danny and Joe Davis spent the night in some random fucking house somewhere. Yeah, and Th- and that's I how like slow we is that's we, how slow is we like we met up in the, and I remember that was on a Friday. Yeah, but the whole time they were all doing their own thing. Yeah, we and just fucked around. We, we stayed. I was like, I'm staying here. This is fucking way cooler was than what you guys. It was, but then like flash forward, maybe. I'd say five years, five and a half years later. Yeah. Nelson's living up there.
1: Yeah, I remember and, I remember when he was there.
0: And Nelson, uh, me and him planned a trip to go to Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. and But I needed a place to stay for a night in Slow. So I go up there, and my buddy Timmy is, is staying. He's at Cal Poly, and he's staying in like the same... Weisenberg? F- yes. He's staying at the same fucking dorm as you are.
1: Yeah, well, Timmy, I used to drive him to high school senior year... Timmy Weisenberg is dating my other mother's daughter, Holly Fife. Dude, I haven't seen him in fucking no, years. No, he's still dating Holly. They live down in San Diego. She, I haven't seen him since this weekend. Like that, I, of, I'm of, of, of. She's an ear doctor. And she is just crushing it. Timmy's working for Oracle, already, and he's a certified badass. Yeah, I and his knew he was. skill now from the is, second dude the, the, lights from, out. From
0: the second I met that kid, I knew he was. I was like, this kid's gonna be a fucking successful. And his pair.
1: parents were two of my top detailing clients. They're they're awesome. Awesome. His dad. The fun story about Timmy Weisenberg's dad. His dad let me take his Porsche 911 convertible <laughs> to prom. I remember that. Where Johnny that. was whipping was it a white BMW 740 or was it the Range Rover? So it was a 750. Was 750 Johnny Beaver had with my Johnny parents. had Johnny had a BMW 750i. I'm driving a blue drop top stick shift 911 to prom at I 17. That and our other friend Josh Gums is driving his parents range rover and we pulled up to prom like the picture of white privilege yeah, with these three cars well, not and with that 9, you were
0: oh. you were you were wearing like you and Josh may have been wearing regular suits though and i was wearing a per- all purple dumb and dumber tuxedo so oh, you can't forget that oh little part of prom but okay now back to the, i the I remember... I, when
1: you I, were in Slow with Timmy?
0: I went to... I stayed in the same fucking... like It wasn't the same floor, but it was the same, like... I was like, dude... Yosemite, I was like, what the fuck, dude? This is, like, yeah. bringing back so many... I was like... And w- at this point, I smoked, and I was like... We smoked in the dorm, and I was like, this is different than... But it was f- super funny, so no. Okay. Yeah. This is what I want to bring up. I had on my mind. Yeah. Because you went to Cal Poly. Kristen Smart. Yes. Have you fucking heard this goddamn story? I... <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, you, know, you know her parents are she's from Stockton, yeah, no, what I, the no, fuck no, I
1: know uh, so I um, I was introduced to the Kristen Smart story when I went to Cal Poly and down in Arroyo Grande, that's where, where Nelson lived. The Flores family, and this is my personal opinion, the murderous piece of shit Flores family did. <laughs> I saw the Kristen Smart posters for the first time. And I firmly believe that he not, fucking killed her and and fucking she's under that concrete or some I, shit. No, I think she's been moved. But the main thing is, I would like to say your own backyard podcast, which was... Dude, directed my way. I'm, by I'm going, Shelby I'm go- and Shelby White.
0: I'm going back and, and, and re listening to it right now because Chris, it's, who did it, that podcast, is a fucking godsend. Like, holy shit. I'm because I'm, I remember listening to it when it came out because I was that was when I was in yeah. the true crime podcast, yeah. but I forgot about it. Woo. And then I was, I saw the report, and I was like, "That name sounds so fucking yep. familiar." And then it's, I went, I'm, I'm literally like, I'm on the third episode going back right now, like, is, and it's clicking. And and I thought that was such a perfect thing to bring up because you went to Cal Poly and were from Lodi, which is literally fucking ten minutes from Stockton. Yeah, she is somebody from the Central Valley that went to a school. To me, like, it's such a fucking it's, insane it's, story. It's the
1: single most disgusting miscarriage of justice. That I have witnessed in my life, dude. How the I, fuck? I, like, I see
0: that dude. Like, from all the accounts, was a fucking like weird creeper. Fucking like,
1: how the fuck, man? In, like- my, in my opinion, the insurmountable evidence presented against him. I mean, what was it? Four or six different. Um.
0: Oh, that's why when four, I ap-
1: four or six different dogs that specifically smell yes. human decomp hit in his dorm room yes. that's why i asked you, you what dorm, dorm room, room and you, you just, were you just in. go it's it's i i pray ever since i started listening to the podcast i pray every night for the smart family because the miscarriage of justice that's gone on there is absolutely disgusting it's unbelievable Twenty. Well, dude, he years. just he just got arrested. No, so is the his main fucking thing is, father. And let's- his his lawyer presented an agreement to the smart family saying, "We'll show you where your daughter's body is if you reduce it to manslaughter, and he gets no more than six years." To me, that indicates he admitted guilt yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah, let's hope
0: that their fucking law- their lawyers are smart enough to say I, fuck you.
1: I I just I I think it's disgusting. I believe that every single woman in the United States should not have to fear walking home from a party. And this was in. Ma- granted, matter, listen. It,
0: this was in 1996 when literally we're we're going through a, like a a no cell phone a, a quote unquote type of like women's revolution type of thing with the but, way that women the women's empowerment type of thing. And it, it it's still listen. It's still I get by. It's still prevalent. It's still fucking no. Like if woman you've seen if you've seen
1: ever feel unsafe walking home from a bar, exactly. A party, their car. You
0: shouldn't have to worry about the person saying, I'll get you home safe, ends up fucking being some worried... Oh, you, like, mean, you mean a rapist a, murderer? A rapist murdering a rapist piece, murderer. Of,
1: piece of shit. Exactly. Where he also tried to which, force which the is other like, girl that was there into kissing him. Exactly. Because he's a... Which, in my opinion, he is a nefarious, sketchy... Unworthy, he's a fucking
0: sexual deviant,
1: and to me, I just sit there and I grieve for the smart family. I and I, well, I, dude, I, I read I, today. I, I don't, I don't try to claim to know their pain. My sister passed away five months ago, but under different circumstances, unexpectedly, still. Yes, but you know, I, I it's lo- still a
0: fucking hard thing, I lost man. my like-
1: only sibling, the smart family lost their daughter 25 years ago. To a human piece of shit. Yes, that got to who live. Who is a rapist yes. and a murderer that, and a, a horrible human being? That had and fucking... his parents helped him cover it up and had the attitude to be glib in the media
0: and stay there because they're fucking and
1: also say, yeah, we we might know something about it, but we might not anyway. Fuck you. Yeah, disgusting, dude. It's, if you're a it's... parent and you cover up murder for your child, it's horrible. horrible. It's horrible. Horrible. And I mean uh, these um,
0: fuck man, like the the whole thing is like this fucking guy, yeah, twenty-five years, he's got to fucking live his life. And it's like, yeah, you should
1: and I mean I just at, she died at nineteen, I, scared and alone in his dorm and, room in the situation, because he was a nefarious it, piece of shit.
0: He was he was a piece of shit and it was like he was in a perfect environment. Of where nobody knew who he was and knew his tactics and they're walking home with four people and when yep. two split, they trust him enough to get this girl home safe who's overly drunk and he's a fucking piece of shit rapist motherfucker. And you should never you should never be that type of person. I mean, I don't this is um I don't know if you've seen go let's let's jump right into the the movie thing. Have you seen Promising Young Woman from this year?
1: I have not. Um the last movie I watched was a spontaneous you, you, on Amazon Prime.
0: You just told me what to watch tonight and I'll just tell you you go home and whatever it costs if you can find promising it for free. Young prongs, promising young woman. Watch that movie and it is a perfect example of the date rape culture and shit like Jesus that and a, and a, and it should come with I've I've I I talked with this with my buddy Nick Hagan. Shout out Nick Hagan. We we talked about this movie. It should come with a fucking disclaimer in front of it. If you're a victim of sexual assault, don't watch this.
1: That is one of my favorite things about um, another podcast I listened to about the alleged suicide over in Louisiana, or no, Mississippi. It was Mississippi, and it was this podcast um, about Christian... Oh, you know the one I'm talking about. It's a murder mystery podcast about this this kid named Christian. And you just sit there and you go, dude, it's – everyone needs to do their job better all yeah. the time. Yeah. Well, it doesn't dude, matter like, if you're a
0: cop. Here's here's the thing. I was funny. I was talking about it with the guy I work with today. Like I watched this fucking documentary on Netflix last night. It's ranked number two. I don't know if you've seen it. It's called. Why Why did did you murder? Why did you murder me?
1: Ali, my best friend, my best friend who's a cop. The wife watched that. And yesterday she and I had lunch and we went deep into that. Have you seen it? I haven't yet but it is, I I have it queued up on Netflix. So I mean you've I was talked watching you've Django you've, you've talked
0: about it I'm very like when I talk to people about stuff that haven't seen things I try to be very vague but it is a I
1: know the gist of it.
0: You know the gist of it. There's so a will,
1: murder she poses as the cousin She's, on my It is a very it is a
0: very like okay so we, this is my take on it cuz I'll give I'll give a little quick review on it you know it was a good documentary but the way I look at it is like okay both sides were fucked here. Like the cop seemed like he had the best intentions, but the family was also had a criminal history. And so did the mother and they were very uncooperative. So uh, that led yeah. to a little bit of tension. Yeah. Yeah. So when you hear the cop explain in the documentary that, you know, I really had the best intentions for things, but it wasn't easy. You could kind of see it in his face where he's like, you're like not to stand up for cops here, but he's like, he, he was a detective and he was like, you know, I didn't know I was going to catch this case and I caught it. And here's the thing. I was trying to work with them, but they were also very difficult. They had criminal histories. And when I was looking into them just to, to check all leads they were thinking why are you coming at me you know and him explaining it and then them jumping to their side you get both sides but you also at the same time look at the mother as kind of like a crazy person and she i very like was like throughout the documentary this fucking woman is nuts really and at the very end towards the end she says it herself like i went overboard, I was nuts and and I'm thinking, man, this, this is so the, the this is a this is, is so a, unique it, it helped so much I was like, god I'm so glad she realized yeah she realizes now how fucking insane she was yeah and it and it caused so much fucking trouble to where they could have caught but, these people but, before
1: but look at the look at the flip side of that coin imagine if someone wouldn't have gone as crazy well no you quote unquote got, crazy listen as chris did into the Kristen smart thing, she, the host of the your own backyard yes, podcast. you sit there and you that's, go that's you, you you it's a little you, different flip a coin you flip a coin when you go to the crazy side i think about that either, either lands you go crazy and you solve it yes or you go crazy and you muddy the water so and i mean deep he's that everything somebody he,
0: he's somebody that like the the your own backyard podcast i'm 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 a i'm he's blown, very low-key i'm blown away that he is a musician and musical like an in in an audio engineer i'm yes. blown away that he isn't a journalist because he comes off as a journalist the way he interviews people the way he talks he's very natural as somebody that's a as an investigative journalist, I just have a he's feeling very he's natural just, at it, he's but just he was, he was, person. he was invested in it. He felt like he needed to find answers Anybody who for drove them past and for him those
1: billboards every day yes, because of the heinous acts that the Flores family committed is personally invested yes. in it. There he, were 25 felt- years of bullshit because these fucking people, I mean, you sit there and you listen to the podcast and they talk about one of the renters in the mom's house hearing a watch alarm go yeah, off yeah, every yeah. morning at what four thirty, four fifteen, yeah, and four twenty. They thought it was like and you a have stoner direct thing. Testimony from the Smart family where it was underneath the concrete. Mama Smart goes, yeah, yeah. She complained about having to get up at 4.30 every morning under the
0: flower beds of the
1: concrete. Disgusting and you just sit there and you go and the found earring on their family yeah. or on their family property and you just go what, what the fuck what 25 years It's unbelievable 25 years but it's and like so my, dude my it's... heart goes out to the smart family and i hope that they get the closure they finally seek well, these... and whoever hey, committed the crime is to fucking, fucking burns in two, hell two, that two fu- is disgusting
0: two fucking days ago arrested good fucking good it's like the same thing as the Golden State dude. Arrest you know, is different than I, conviction. I won't, I Arrest won't is different la- hey, than conviction. But it's it's a step in the right direction. The DA yeah. said, the DA said that they fucking have all the evidence they need, and then the uh, I was I reading all that about that it motherfucker
1: today. Motherfucker burns. But dude, that I is, mean
0: the the I'll bring it. the, how gold, dare the golden you? The Golden take State a, hey, take
1: a nineteen year old's life because you're a disgusting sadist, fucking sick pig. How you know what I mean? dare you? Where? Uh, It's it's
0: all like it kills me. I'm all.
1: Oh, wow. In a a weird
0: in a weird listen in a a weird. (laughs) This is this is where I got to I got to figure out the way I word this so I don't sound like a complete psycho. But in a weird fucked up way, I'm interested in these people. I'm one of those people that's very interested in the cr- true crime and tr- crime type of shit, With, serial killers.
1: Without being interested in these kind but of it's people, a, it's we a could, we could never understand them. That's the so exact point. So we need point. people who are interested. Uh, but who I'm the type I of level. Them?
0: I'm the type of level that I I would I would like how we're sitting. We're literally yeah. sitting across from each other. I would sit. I would in a heartbeat. I would sit across from the fucking most heinous murderer just to talk to them. I, I'm that curious. I, I, I don't yeah. understand. Me personally, I, don't, I'm, I, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I don't understand how, yeah. one, how one could, in, in the example of Ted Bundy, how one could pick up a woman on the side of the road. And kill them and eat them. It, well, he didn't eat them, but he... Oh, that he, was the other one. That was that was Dahmer. 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 Oh, okay. Well, okay. I know more about Dahmer because he's one of the really odd ones. So Dahmer, um, exactly. How one could... He's gay. He's closeted gay, though.
1: How he could drill a how hole one could, into someone's brain and how, pour bleach into it and everything?
0: How, how one could go pick up at a gay club... Yeah. Someone he's attracted to, bring them back... But he wants them to be submissive. He wants them to he wants full control, but he wants them to be submissive.
1: So he's a predator.
0: So he does something. So he drugs them. No, he willingly gets them to come back, but they're not but they're not willingly knowing he's going to kill them. But his his whole uh, this is the thing about Dahmer that I find so interesting. He's the one that I find so interesting out of all of them. Yeah. Because he's pitiful to me. And I like literally I've, I've talked about this with people and I, have and no I don't, pity for I, I don't understand it. I feel bad for him when I watch uh, his interviews really? and I, exactly. It's a weird feeling for me. And this is the weird thing because when you talk, like when you, when you look at like I've, I've watched interviews with him and he says I'm better off in prison. Like what? it helps me from my urges and it's a sexual thing. And it's a, thing that happened when he was very young and he was into the anatomy of animals and dissecting things and when he was coming into puberty he got into dissecting animals and and it fucked up his sexual wiring so me I think how the fuck does that happen so I'm curious about how the fuck that becomes what it becomes yeah. and then he wants this specific type of sexual partner but he's coming from a very Christian family. Yeah. But they're very supportive. His dad was, in all the interviews I've watched, is like the most supportive person ever. Yeah. Did not know, didn't recognize the signs. Yeah. All this shit.
2: And, I, guess, I And, and the,
0: I, the fucked up thing about it is it's like the drilling holes in heads yeah. and eating the people. When you listen to him talk about it, it's like he drilled holes in the heads to – inject with a a type of thing that would make them zombie like yeah and then it killed them and he felt bad so he ate them uh. to absorb their energy uh. kept kept the skulls as some sort of honor to them yeah and lived as like
1: uh. now Weird. The
0: weird, like, you know, to a normal person, like, unlike myself, would be like, fuck that motherfucker. And, and I'm like that. Fuck him. Fuck. He's yeah, a piece that, of that's shit. That's horrible. But that a is lot abhorrent. of people see that and they're that like, fucking, fuck, fuck him. I don't care anything about it. But I look at more of like, why? Well, what drove you to that? And why? And when you listen have you to you
1: considered the, a degree in psychology, Johnny? I'm not smart enough for that. <laughs> no, I'm not smart you are, enough. You are. You are.
0: I'm not it's, book smart enough for it. I think. It. think I'm I think it I think in that way though like man I watch these I watch these fucking interviews with these, these yeah. killers and I'm like the the way they speak and you can understand certain ones BTK when he when he sits up there and he talk during his prosecution I mean you want to watch something completely fucked up watch his hour long him yeah. in court talk he pled guilty but the judge was like no I'm going to have you speak on. To me, it's
1: pontificating. He sat up there, but but
0: that's a total different type of killer, though. You look at him and he's a fucking total sociopathic narcissist Fuck like and he's sitting yeah. up there proud of what he's done, knows it in his head yeah. because it's a sexual thing. And 90 percent of it is all sexual. It's something happened in the fucking wiring in their brain. Yeah. When they were coming of age that where they can't get off on some t- type of violence or weird fucking sexual and act.
1: You 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 dive down
0: it all. It's so bizarre
1: hole there because I sit there and I go. You know, who would get I, the f- I, Who would I, get I,
0: off on that well, shit? Like-
1: I, I am the biggest advocate of if you need mental health support, you should get mental health support. But these people
0: and don't think they're mentally ill. I
1: know, and that, that's that's the hard part because There's, most of them are fucking narcissists. It's just, it's I don't know. I I sit there and I'm just like, how. I I watched a documentary the other day about that father. I believe it was in Colorado. Yeah, the
0: guy who killed his wife and
1: and the three kids and put him in like yeah, a, like, yeah, a, yeah. like an oil tank or something. Yeah. And you just sit there and you go,
0: sick piece of shit.
1: I mean, it's what
0: drives you to do that, though.
1: And I I I would literally I, I have though never, like you I have like never you encountered like encountered <laughs> anything in my life where I sit there and I go, this thing that I have seen makes me want to do something heinous. I I I don't I don't know if that's privilege no, or yeah, fortune, I, but I sit there and I, I have go, the my my I I'm pretty happy with where my life's at. I don't really feel the need to go do some crazy I have the, stuff. I have the
0: complete opposite. Like I I would sit and talk to them. I would like why the fuck would you do that?
1: Well, I don't get me wrong. Curiosity is, is not, non- I want him to die. Curiosity don't is not, get me wrong. No, I want these people
0: to die. Curi- horrible fucking death. Curiosity is if not I could kill them myself. Yes.
1: But I would never go that far, but I would I'm like, there and go, I'm I, very,
0: very curious about I just, that. shit. I,
1: I just don't, know. I don't
0: understand it. That's, I,
1: but how can you understand what someone determines is Ununderstandable. I
0: don't know. I, I, I guess I get a real like weird fascination about people that are like, like I said, sociopaths or narcissists. Like I want to understand why they're like that. Have you tried
1: to reach out to any of them in the system?
0: No, absolutely not. I have not. um, You
1: could, you could probably have them on your podcast.
0: The only person I've ever thought about wanting to contact, but I know it's very difficult because he doesn't speak to anybody is, uh, and it's one that's close to the area is the, uh, speed freak killers. One of them's dead. The other one, uh, uh, uh fucking Herzog, I believe. Uh, Werner Herzog. No, no, no. That's that's the du- that's the director. <laughs> no, I thought um, he did a documentary about it. No, 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 no. Uh, the Speed Freak Killers. Um, they they killed uh, a fuck. What was his his name? Is um, he came into O'Reilly's all the time. The the dad of the 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 daughter well, that was I'm killed. I'm just I'm um,
1: just thinking like. You you could use your platform to potentially reach out to like Scott Peterson.
0: I wouldn't, yeah. I that's one of the ones that like I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to put that kind of shit uh fucking uh You don't want
1: to give them a platform?
0: Yeah, I would rather just talk. Like I don't want to I don't want to fucking like yeah, okay. So Herzog is the one that died in this. I don't want to talk to them on a platform like this. I yeah. would rather talk to them in person. What
1: so, do you think you would the,
0: learn? I just want to understand why. I don't think
1: you can ever you wouldn't, understand You why. wouldn't
0: you but I could in a way of just talking. You I think could so? I could me personally I could understand them more well, like
1: You're 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 more empath than I I am. get
0: it I get it from the interviews certain ones I don't you know I wouldn't need to speak to cuz they've done enough You're inter- like Manson. Man- you're crazy. Manson. I've got enough interviews out there. Ones that have only done one or Scott Peterson would be a perfect one. He doesn't do a lot of interviews. But to speak to that guy like to understand hey man What's going through your head? That would be interesting. But no, the Speed Freak killers, okay, this guy, Herzog, yeah. he's dead, but this guy, Shermantine, is alive. He's in San Quentin currently. He's very hard to speak oh, to. I drive by so, there
1: twice a month.
0: So their, they were st- regulars in Stockton. Yeah. Um, the uh, Shermantine killed a girl in Stockton in the 80s that was unsolved until Jesus. he was caught. But they were known as the speed freak killers. They killed, what? they killed a fuck. What was her name? Sh- Chevy Wheeler was the girl in Stockton that was killed by. Holy shit! She was 16 years old. But the oh other, my
2: god, the
0: other girl that was killed in Lo- she was from Lodi. The girl that was killed. Her no. her, her parents owned the Clements Market at the time. Her dad used to come into, oh,
1: that's
0: in, so into sad. O'Reilly's. Uh, Vanderheiden, Cindy Vanderheiden. Her oh dad, my God. her dad would come into O'Reilly's. He would give me my phone number, and I'd be like Vanderheiden. That sounds familiar. Yeah. And one day, my coworker was like, "His daughter was murdered by the Speed Freak Killers. What the fuck's that?" Speed I, Freak Killers. So they did drugs. And they, they were they were meth. People? They were meth heads. They were oh from st- they gosh. were from Stockton. Lauren Herzog and Wesley Shermantine. They lived in Stockton right around the area where I work currently, they were out in Farmington area and they, oh they frequented the Clements bar and yeah. they were known as like the meth heads, but the party guys. And it was the eighties oh, man, you know? My so, so oh my C- Cindy Vanderheiden, her dad owned the local market yeah. or the local bar. Yeah. And she was there one night and she knew that those were the guys that she can score. Oh, and no, Herzog, no, 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 Her, no. Herzog, they had been killing for years.
1: Really, they were oh, serial they were gosh. serial killers together. Oh no! And they no, were no, no, dumping no, no, no. they were
0: dumping the bodies in wells in Linden. What? Yes. And this is a crazy story, man.
1: Oh so they, gosh!
0: They, you know, she wanted to score. She knew Herzog through a mutual friend who dated. Herzog at one time And was split up with him But she Uh, knew that She could score through them Yeah So her car was found At the Clements uh, Cemetery The next day Oh
1: gosh
0: Nobody there She was missing
1: Oh no Never
0: found her body Until years later Both of them got Ended up Getting catched For the Chevy Wheeler case Yeah Both in prison Herzog is like sentenced to 25 years to life to parole or whatever and whatever years. God, hopefully 25 so years to no, forever. No. Sher- gets sentenced to life. Hertzog gets sentenced as like an accessory. Yeah. So Hertzog gets out no. in like 2010 or a nine oh 2009 or something, and he gets him. He's living on a trailer on the property of the prison on parole until he finds a place. Oh,
2: jeez. He
0: gets a phone call one night mysteriously the next day he's committed suicide many believe that he got a phone from shermantine telling him i'm gonna rat your ass what? out on the bodies that so he was willing to cooperate on f- on on helping find these bodies and in, in immunity and shit and whatever i don't know yeah so he commits suicide so then leonard Le- leonard shit. leonard padilla the a uh Bounty Hunter from Sacramento Yeah Ends up reaching out to Shermantine In about 2006 Now he gets a lot of heat For paying Shermantine He did a Fundraiser in some type of way Before GoFundMe And all this shit But yeah. he did some tourist Fundraiser Yeah Where he raised money To pay Shermantine To direct the FBI Because he's a total Fucking narcissist Yeah And he will not He wants some sort of Recognition
1: What the heck
0: So this dude This Bounty Hunter had to get contact. and yeah. tell him, I'll pay you. Paid him, gets him his name in the paper and all that shit. Yeah. And he directs him to where there's bodies in certain wells in Linden. They find oh, C- they find Cindy no, H- Vanderheyden's no, no. body. They find other people's bodies. Multiple bodies. Then he starts playing games with the FBI, telling them there's bodies in this well, there's bodies in this well. The uh, FBI, people,
1: okay. Public advice: people, you shouldn't play games with the FBI. But, but at the same time, you need to understand who you're dealing with. Well, he's also a sociopath.
0: You're you're dealing through a bounty hunter who who's the contact. Okay, you're not dealing with. Like a an and a actual murderer who's you're a sociopath. Not, you're not dealing with the criminal profiler who deals with serial killers no. like on a daily basis. Yeah. You're dealing with a, a, a guy who's reached out to him who's paying him. Jeez. Now he's got an ego that his name's out there, so he's starting to tell the FBI this was a big deal when we were in high school. And I remember kind of brushing I never it off. Attention to oh, it. Oh yeah, they were out in Linden fucking searching through all these Holy wells, and they started crap. finding nothing in certain wells that he was directing them to, and they gave up their search. And he has and he hasn't gotten nothing since.
1: How many bodies?
0: Uh I can't fuck. I'll pull it up right now. I hadn't pulled up, but um
1: Oh man.
0: That's... There's still there's still rumored to be more bodies out there. No in, in Linden in the area. Yes. That's oh my god. Fourteen to nineteen victims. Or four to nineteen victims.
1: Four that's a four, pretty big spread. Four
0: to nineteen and there's two that you can prove, and there's multiple that, bones that they found that weren't Chevy Wheeler or Cindy Vanderheiden. And these bones. guys are just one of them's dead and one's in Quentin. But that's the only one I've ever had an intrigue of like, I wonder if he'd talk, but he won't. He won't. He, unless you pay him. And I'm not going to pay some fucking piece of shit motherfucker like that. I'm no. not that I'm not that person. No. I, I, I just want to understand. I don't fucking. I, 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 and he's, how can he's, you he's, understand? He's somebody, though, that I do understand. How can you understand? He's somebody, though, from what's out there. And even though he hasn't done you interviews, feel like you have an understanding? I, I have an understanding of what type of person he is. He he wants the recognition, and I'm not going to give it to him. So it's like yeah. the ones that that are interesting to me are it's a little different. Like it like a Dahmer would be. He's interesting to me because it's just like why? What the fuck? You came from a normal lifestyle. Yeah. you you yeah. you you were a nerd, but you had a somewhat normal friendship, but you were gay and you came from, and, and why did you feel the need to hide it? Like, yeah. I want to understand why. Like, you, and, and the submissive shit, what's up with that? But What created that?
1: I guess at a certain point, you sit there and you go, I'm never gonna get the answers to the questions I have. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I I, I, I just, I, I'm... Very s- true. I
0: it it's, depends it's, 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 on. It definitely. Old,
1: it's the old thing. If you open Pandora's box, whatever comes out does not go back in. Yeah,
0: it definitely depends on who you're speaking with and stuff like that. I don't know. Like, I got into that show on Netflix, Mindhunter. Hunter. Oh, because yeah, that's we Because exa- that—that's exactly how I think. Yeah. Those are the guys that created that type yeah, of, if where sit, of. If you had where a if you had a gun, sit, that would be you. Where you sit right there, and you're yeah. like. Because that guy is like the main character of that show. Is like how I think. Like he yeah. wants to sit there and understand why they're like that, and you can only do that by asking them questions and yeah. trying to be friendly with them. And you convince them you're they're friendly. You're you're, you're their friend. I'm here but for you're, you. Yeah. I'm
1: not here for B- me.
0: Yeah, and you want to get them in a comfortable position because I'm. I could do that. I could do that. But but I wouldn't f- like.
1: How did, how, what's, what's the net positive to society by doing that? I don't know. I don't know. And that's, that's, that's one of, of my weird, I, I,
0: I will, I mean, that's one of my weird fascinations, man. Like it's yeah. one of the weird things that I'm into. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm the quintessential. Like when you hear people say like you watch fucking, uh, true crime shit at two in the morning and sleep perfectly. <laughs> I'm that guy. Like I don't get creeped out by that shit. No,
1: it's, it's not, I'm not in
0: that bracket though of the victim. I'm one of the person like that would be the per, and I don't want to be you know. So it's a weird type of like I'm not one of you, but I'm kind of labeled as one of you. That's
1: what scares me because I would sit there and I I I would label myself as intensely curious. So I'm on all kinds of you know unsolved mystery subreddits or whatever the case may be on Reddit. And I just sit there and I go, yeah, I'm I'm very curious. I listen to the Kristen Smart Your Own Backyard podcast. I listen to you know this one about the Maxwell family with uh, Ghislaine Maxwell and Robert yeah, and Maxwell fucking and everything.
0: Epstein and all and this shit. You
1: just sit there and you go, I, I I am. I think human curiosity drives me to see more into that, but where do you draw the line between? I find this extremely curious and oh my goodness, maybe I should try and put the genie back in the bottle, but maybe the genie's already gone. Yeah. Like it's just, it's, it's, it's yeah. It's, 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 hard, it's no. hard to, it's hard to find, I, the find the line. I feel you there. I feel
0: you there. I definitely the line drawn. I definitely, that's the thing. Like do you contact
1: I, a family and ask them where the line is?
0: If I was ever to do something like on a reporting level, yeah. then Yes. But if it's just a general curiosity of watching, you know, it's like, I don't think about that. I, I don't know. It's it's I very much do think like, I don't know. It's the empathy in me. Like, fuck, man, like I could never do something like that. Something horrific like well, that. The last thing that so you I'm always like trying to understand, like, do what would you... make me like that's kind of the weird thought that I have. What yeah. would make me do that? What would break me to the point that I would do what he did,
2: and you, and I can
0: never come up with the you answer. Know, you want so pray, it's like how the fu- you, you know? You
1: want to pray to whoever it is that you pray to, and
0: I'm that uh, you. Side note: have, I'm glad that I don't ever well, have that. <laughs> but you, you, never,
1: you never want to, you never want to face that demon per se of what made me snap i guess that's the thing that made me so scared in that that documentary i saw on netflix about the father who allegedly murdered his wife and kids and you go yeah what wow. would
0: bring you what, to that?
2: What, 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 well dude, like that's what, the what that's the thing. Have, mind?
0: have you ever had an, I'm I'm sure you've had somebody, you know, I, I know people that were in the military and shit and they will ask you, would you, could you kill somebody? And I'm like, I
1: have no idea.
0: I would always I but no. I pray to God that my, I never my have thing, to face that my, choice. my my answer is always no. I can never kill somebody.
1: I I
0: like literally I and then they'll they'll always God they'll always never
1: have to make that choice mm-hmm. because if I have to make that choice, I don't
2: think i, I that's I don't, want,
1: I don't I, I have that's no why to. that's it why i'm that's
0: why I'm so curious because I literally when people ask me that question, I yeah. literally the first thing that pops no, I could not kill somebody, yeah, and that's why I'm so curious, and then they'll thing. bring me they'll bring me the scenario well, what if this what if that, and it's like well, the scenarios don't matter what if the in the general made out of yes gold in the general everyone pooped
1: rainbows. yes,
0: in the general concepts of thing you know it, some people are made like that. The people that ask me that question, like my military friends, that were ex-military type of thing. If you ask them, "Would could you kill somebody?" They'll say, "Yes, no problem." Like if they were a threat, yes. Yeah. Me, I don't think like that. So I'm generally curious as to what drives somebody to make I, that decision.
1: I and think, and it comes I think from that there is an innate discrepancy. Between where their morals and values and just general state of being lies. Where do
0: you draw the line between like a weird mental illness, like you know, fucking the narcissistic personality disorders and the you know, where do you draw it's so it's so much more. (laughs) Are
1: you saying what's the difference between Ted Bundy and Elon Musk? But no, (laughs) dude, like the
0: guy who shot Reagan had fucking narcissistic personality disorder.
1: I, I just, I, and it's like, I, I guess I'm, I guess I'm a ignorant lot of, to the point where I'm like, God, I hope I never have to confront that choice, but
0: exactly. That's the, that's the whole, that's the whole curiosity that yeah. I find. That's the whole question. For me, it's like, and you really brought it up like, you know, about half an hour ago. Like, have you ever thought about psychology? It's that's the whole question. Well, I look I, at the deeper, like, question. And of I it. guess
1: that's what we're asking the listeners in Columbus, Ohio, and, uh, <laughs> and like, Ashburn, North no, Ashburn, North Carolina. <laughs> North Carolina and Belgium and everything, like, and Moscow. No, no judgment, no preconceived notions, but I guess this is probably a pretty good place to end it, you go. Where do you find the line that you are willing to cross? Yeah. And we... That's exactly... We would love in the comment... Not love. We would gratefully respect to hear your guys' feedback in the comments on this episode as to where do you draw your line and why?
0: Yeah. That's that's a good question. And I, I mean, OK, no, I'm going to say we're we're not going to end it here. We're going to go into movies. I'm going to pause it because I, I I know we both got a fucking piss here. We're going to go another. I, I'm going to say can, we're, I can
1: do 30 minutes on yeah. movies before I go home yes. and have taco we're, salad.
0: We're going to do at least till th- th- we're going to do at least a three and a half hour are here. Or three and three and 15. We're going to talk movies after this. So, yeah, we're going to take another quick break here is what is cold. all right.
1: A soft transition yeah. into serial killer to movies,
0: movies. Yeah. So as movies. Ben as
1: Ben mentioned,
0: I am a cinephile as well as his his self. Whatever, fucking
1: l- way low, way more low key than your gracious host. He is a cinephile. I am a cine amateur. <laughs>
0: okay, so. I shout out to I, I will shout out right here. This is one of my regular podcasts. I've been listening to them for almost 10 years now. Wow. Um the Film Vault. Shout out to the Film Vault.
1: Never heard of
2: it.
0: Um if you listen to the Adam Carolla show, the uh, okay. Adam Carolla show, the the sound guy, he has a film co- podcast and the other co-host of that show was was a producer on Love Line for many years and they're both Film nerds. Oh, cool! I and and I liked the sound guy on Corolla, and I found his film show, and I just been listening ever since. And, yeah, and I'm it's the only podcast I pay for Patreon. It's five dollars. I get the show. It now they split the show up in two episodes. I get the show in a full episode and a day before, and it's five bucks, and it's all I pay Worth for. It. It's the only one I pay for. Worth it. It's the only show. It's the one I've been the most loyal to. It's I'm a film nerd, and it started with like I was always a film nerd but I never was, like, I would never talk about it. No. Like, I never was, like, and closet, I still...
1: Closet film nerd.
0: Yes, and it's the same thing with wrestling, you know? Like, I was a wrestling nerd and a film nerd, and, like, it, they both go hand-in-hand hand for yeah. me, you know? Like, I, I loved wrestling as a kid, and then the first movie that I can remember my dad showing me, there was two in particular when I was very young, was The Crow and Pulp Fiction, Both of them like back to back. Like my mom was out of town and I was probably like.
1: (laughs) Johnny was six. The Crow. No, 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 not that young. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: The Crow, I probably saw at like maybe 12. Okay. And then Pulp Pulp Fiction, I saw when I was probably like 13, like a year later. And I remember watching Pulp Fiction with my dad and him telling me. The Butt Watch. This movie right here is. Like legendary, yeah, and, and you'll you'll really like it. You may not like it now, but you'll like it. Like well, the, you'll up, learn to appreciate. It. And I remember
1: just liking it right off the bat. Like what? And I didn't yeah. understand what was going on. No, because Tarantino, when you're a child, isn't meant to be understood. Well, and, and
0: Pulp Fiction's kind of told backwards. It, well, <laughs> so yeah, it's as, like as as, as, turned, as a kid, as,
1: as Quentin will do, but. Last night, I stayed up until, I don't know, 2 a.m., re-watching Django Django. Unchained on a 13-inch MacBook Pro, mainly because... I haven't seen Django in a while. That movie is just like, I mean, you you sit there and you go, based on everything the African-American community is experiencing right now, you're like... This movie seems relevant and then you're like, "Oh shit, this movie came out in 2014." Yeah. Like it's it's it, it, it's it's a cinematic masterpiece and Jamie Foxx, I think, yeah. plays it perfectly as does Dr. Waltz. King Schultz, which is um
0: Christoph Waltz. Christoph
1: Waltz. Um, yeah.
0: No, I mean the, that that movie's fucking great. Um I yeah. mean dude, like Tarantino, he's he's one of the best uh I mean, two years ago, I I was like, "Once upon a time in Hollywood" was, I mean, I I love that movie. Like, Which I, is love a that, I love unique adventure
1: in Miss History. And
0: it's funny because some people Miss history Miss History. Some, some people like I work with some people that really didn't like it. They were like, "Fuck that movie." But I it it all hinges on the characters, the two characters, yeah. and you have to like them to like the movie because it's just a it's about them. And yeah. and it got kind of misrepresented as oh it's about the man's family you know it's it's got something it's, to do with that it's, but it, it's tangentially his, yeah it's his typical it's it's like if you said before Inglourious Bastards came out you said hey he's making a movie about Hitler
1: yeah it's a Hitler movie
0: and it's like you no know, it has something to do with the Nazis but you'd be oh you'd be under you know and those are my. Like my two,
1: just probably top five for me, top five or top ten all the time. I How did about top five.
0: I did a a a Tarantino episode like a while back, probably episode like nine or something yeah. around there, like where I was. T- it was right before Once Upon a Time came out, oh, and I'd funny. have to say, just looking back, I don't know my 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 top two. Like Once Upon a Time is up there, man. Like Inglorious Bastards is up there too. Yeah. Like my top my top three or two would would probably be Pulp Fiction and then those two, and Glorious Bastards in, in Hollywood. Like, yeah. that movie, for some reason, brought, like, the soundtrack and everything just, it yeah. made me feel, I saw it three times in theaters. Did you? And I never see movies more, like, if I love it, I see it twice. I, I really never see, see Tenet. saw that twice Thoughts? in the theaters. Fucking great. God. Fucking great. Oh, hard, to, that's hard as shit to understand. Yeah, but the second viewing makes it kind of worth it because after the first, see, I'm the type of film nerd that I watch a movie if I don't really get much of it. Like, like Tenant. It's listen. If you don't get Tenet, it's don't don't worry. It's hard yeah. to understand. Yeah, I I got a lot of what was going on, and then I watched a couple of YouTube videos that were like, whoa, oh, like that's a cool theory, and that's whoa. how that works. So then the second time I saw it, I was like.
1: Shit. So I should pregame the movie. It's kind is of like, saying.
0: it's not as crazy as as Shutter Island
1: okay like yeah, not, yeah, no shutter yeah, yeah.
0: island isn't crazy this yeah. movie's more crazy but shutter island is like when the first time you watch it you're like is he good is he bad what the fuck's going on then yeah, when you figure it's, out it's, the it's tw-
1: morally ambiguous the
0: twist at the end you figure it out when you watch it back you're then like you all get there and you, you go you, oh yeah yes. he never had a gun oh, He no, never had a yes lighter. He never no, had no, had a no gun. wonder these guards are on edge throughout the movie where they're like and yeah. he asks why are you on edge and they're like we're all on edge you know no wonder because you're well, a psychopath. And, and, and you're, that's the you're, interesting you know, so. thing
1: is I, I just finished uh, the other day. I finished uh, Spontaneous on Amazon Prime, which I guess is based on uh, an American novel where there is a group of high school students, seniors in high school that are in a pre-calc class and they start to spontaneously explode one by one. Yeah, I've not seen that. That would not be in my life. I loved the premise because it was so obscure. And I'm like, spontaneous, spontaneously exploding high school seniors? Interesting. Yeah, that's, where,
0: that's where you well, that, and me that's differ. A,
1: well, that's where my sci-fi brain kicks in and I go, it's aliens. Yeah, I don't... But you uh... sit there and you go, at the end of the movie... Because I, I was I was entranced the entire time. I was yeah. like, this is kicking my suspense nerd plus my sci-fi nerd at the same time and then in the final like scene of the movie they use it to shit talk trump and you just sit there and you go <laughs> why i would rather my movie be like great scientific unknown as opposed to like shit talking former yeah. orange man yeah like i i, I did that's didn't, i didn't i i go to a movie Looking for
0: have you seen
1: escape from reality? I don't go to a movie to kick me in the teeth and be like politics yes. are bad.
0: Have you seen Black Klansmen? Yes. That is how I felt about Black Klansmen when the fucking end credits rolled. And it I played. don't remember
1: the end credits, but I like the movie as a whole.
0: Yes, the movie is very good. And then the end credits roll, and it's fucking clips of footage from Charlton, uh, North Carolina during oh, that, and Trump, and gosh. what are we fucking doing here? And, dude, this is oh, one of the funniest. Man. I haven't said this on the podcast, but this was one of the very funny moments of being in a theater. I go a lot by myself. Yeah. I saw this movie by myself. I was sitting up at the very top like I usually do in yeah. the middle. Two rows in front of me was a entire black family.
1: Okay.
0: Two kids, mother, father. The dad stood up in the middle of that, chuckled and laughed, and they left in the middle of that. And I was like, whoa. Chuckled. <laughs> and- like, like, what the fuck? Like, like, I, I took it as a what the fuck. Like, he, they didn't even stay. Like, they were like, are you kidding me? That this is, you know, because the movie is like a type of like, you know, this is, and then it tries to compare what the movie was about in the 1980s yeah. to what is going on right now. And it is totally fucking different.
1: Well, there was, and, there was also the article, to relate this to local news, there's the article that came out in the LA Times. That equivocated living in Lodi in the 2020s, a.k.a. current times, to living in Alabama in the 1950s and 60s. And it kind of, I I, like I said, me being a Caucasian American, I can never put myself into those shoes. But I just kind of sit there and I go... I don't think that there are the quite overt acts of murder and racism going Man. on. It just like, it, it struck me as odd to make to make that it, equivocation was just like it oh, it infuri- boy. Hear,
0: oh, hearing geez. that and fucking it, it infuriates me because
1: you're discounting what all these people suffered through
0: I l- all of them. Yeah that and you know I grew up here. You as you, as did you. you. I grew up here. This is my hometown. I'm yeah. passionate about this place and And not we everybody have our issues, yes, not everybody here is great, no, and you know, I look at things like like I look everybody in my life family wise, you know they're all fucking Trump people, but they're all good people, My parents are both my dad not as much, my mom, hardcore mm-hmm. Trump person, yeah, but both my fucking parents would give the clothes off their back for somebody that needed it. They have multiple times in their life. And I I look at like, you know, politics. I was raised like, you know, religion, politics, that kind of, don't let that involve in your character of the person that, and that kind of shit pisses me off because it's like, you know, I know how the, you know, I have a, I have a, yes, I have a biases because it's somebody I'm related to, but I know the the character. And I know
1: to To me, me, the the general rule is to, if, if I do something, And my mother overheard it and she would be mad about it. Not doing it. But hey, man,
0: listen, like (laughs) in the town of Lodi. You know, there's not a lot of black people here, but there's a lot of Hispanic people. and There's a lot of Muslim people here. They live here and one of them just got elected. A Muslim person just got elected to the city council. That's cool. You know, and hey, and and, and a Hispanic person's been on the city council. So is an Asian person for years. Yeah. So for the equivalent of this. Then these people wouldn't be involved in the city council. They wouldn't be involved in local government. This this area may not have a lot of black people, but there's a lot of Hispanic people and there's a lot of Muslims. There's a lot of there is a there's not a crazy diverse in Lodi, but I look at it like, listen, we have our issues. Yeah, we do. But we're not a fucking racist area, and the people here are good natured people. There are racists here, and there are people that make the town look bad. Yeah. But it really fucking pisses me off because there are good people here. And it's a good type of like farming community that cares about the community.
1: I think the overwhelming majority of people deep in their hearts are good. And I think that given a long enough timeline, they will make the good decisions that people should make. Yes. I just really, really... I, I guess what saddens me the most is... That everything has to be a zero-sum game. You're either a one or a zero. Yeah. There, there is no point 0.5. There is no middle ground. To me, I, I sit here and I go, I think that America, Lodi, California, all of it has enough opportunity for almost everyone to be pretty happy with the life they're living... But I also think that there's enough opportunity here, where if you don't love the life that you're living, you can change it for the positive. Yeah, and I, I it's hard. It, it's hard, and I fully recognize that I was given a step up in that, and I'm sorry. Like I, I can't take that back. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I think that there's enough opportunity here, and I've seen enough people make something of themselves where I just go, I mean, I, I'm envious. Cause I go, I, I've done well, but I work pretty hard. You work hard. These people are working well, 10 I've, times harder than me and they're doing great. And I love to support them because I love yeah. seeing that success. And yeah. if I can help them, if I can I help mean, further their success with monetary or whatever, if I can, you know, support their business or something, hell Yeah. Like, I'm so about it. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: I'm in the same boat. I guess I'm more of like, I guess I'll always have like a chip on my shoulder type of thing because I'm like, yeah, I came like, yeah, I I always recognize, yeah, I came from privilege and everything, but that got taken very quickly at a certain point to where it was like, now you're on your own. Yeah. Figure it out now. Yeah and because of that i had good connections but i had to figure that figure it out yeah and i didn't have a re- i didn't have anybody to rely on but my own self and that's the type of like you know people have had that since a young age that i won't a- yeah. acknowledge but and i also have family you know i have family members that are in that same boat my cousin has been one of those people that's like yeah. he he's you know since he, way younger than me that fight or flight You know, he, his parents are drunks and he's got to fucking live for, you know, since he's a young age, but then you look at him now, man. And it's like, they got that, they got that small chip, but they also know how to fucking work their ass off. And it's like, I was instilled with certain things, you know, I had a good support system around me, a a family that stayed together, things like that. privilege. Then it came a certain point where it's like, you're on your own. Yeah. And and it was a certain point where it's like you're well into your as being an adult it's where you should be able to figure this out. Yeah. And and you have to figure it out. You have to do what you can to figure it out. And I've done what I can to figure it out. Yeah. And like I said, I I, I have that chip because it's like I don't want to be somebody that uses the system, relies on the system. I want to be somebody who makes it on my fucking own. Because at 25, I had to fucking make yeah. it on my own. It didn't mean like some people had to make it on their own from the 9 or 12 or whatever. Yeah. I had to start. Yeah, because it was later. But I had to start on my own. Yeah. And at that point, it's like, you know, I can't if if I lost my job tomorrow and everything went, you know, I fuck, what am I going to do? I'm in the same boat as everybody else yeah. type of deal. Yeah. So it's like. That chip creates motivation to where I keep fucking going forward. But some people don't have that that type of motivation to where, or whatever, whatever but you, it can, you can be. Ne- you can never that comes from what how I was raised,
2: though. But you can, I can never
1: hold the universe to your standards. But I always, which is hard.
0: I always look at things that like. I always try to do what I can. Yeah. To support. Myself, Yeah. And make sure I can survive. And, you know, we had talked about it earlier, California being very expensive, all this kind of, And, and you know, I lucked out in, in the situation I'm in. Yeah. And I wouldn't know what to do in both situations. I have you know, I've, I've lived at two different places and both times were lucked out situations. But I look at it, you know, I got some luck. But now it's a time to take advantage of that luck. Don't waste it. Because my and, next situation, maybe, I don't want to be in that type of... Maybe the other
1: thing is, when you take advantage of that luck, maybe you bring someone else up with you. you I know? try, but, you know, I, you know it's what I, harder. But, but I'm saying, it, it, I
0: think that... I try, no, no, I get what, I totally get yeah. what you're saying. I try with with you a can, lot of the people around can, me.
1: You can lead the horse to water, but you can't make him drink. And since we just hit the three-hour mark, and I'm about to go have dinner... I think that's a perfect yes. place for us to wrap the first Ben and Johnny episode yes. of Loser there hour, will be There no, will be more. I, there will be more, but I think that... We got to do the plugs to
0: end this fucking shit, because no, I haven't done any of the gonna plugs. We're going to do the
1: plugs and everything, but I think that...
0: <laughs> the minuscule we, plugs, if you make it to the three-hour point.
1: We have the ability to really help bring people along with us, and you and I have both tried... And some people, some people come on the journey to bettering themselves in their situation. Some people don't. And I think that having the wherewithal to activate those people in your life yeah. and have them stay in your life is a huge part of it. And I, I'm not saying to ditch your old friends or whatever. No, but no,
0: I, I totally understand where you're coming from.
1: We just, life's too short. To not make the most of it. And if you can help other people make the most of it, I think that's exactly where we need to be. Yeah, exactly. And that lovely note, Johnny, Johnny, wind us out. Do your thing, Johnny.
0: All right. So, fuck, I mean, what is it? Uh, I mean, both social medias, I don't post on either of them. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) This is the broken record of the show, but I don't post on either of them uh, but i do post the new episode so there is that if you follow the both 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 the socials facebook's uh search loser hour podcast you'll find it um twitter is at loser Hour pod if you instagram
1: want instagram is johnny the no no
0: there's no there's no no instagram <laughs> is a totally different thing there's no instagram <laughs> that, that's my own but i rarely post on instagram but if you want to follow my personal uh twitter that's johnny the mooc that's more entertainment. Go down a and wrestling I rabbit hole yes, with Johnny. I am, a, as everybody knows, we do wrestling shows on here. I'm a big, yeah, yeah. I mean, you'll, find a rest, you'll find a rabbit hole, but then, okay, if you have an Apple product, download the motherfucking, <laughs> it, well, actually, you don't even have to download it. It comes with it. The podcast app, it's a purple app. It's fucking, just go up to your search bar, type in podcast, boom. It'll pop up. Done. Go to go to the search it's purple color. Yes. Go to the search bar. Type in loser hour podcast. You'll see it. It's a nice little purple and black and microphone. Boom. Doesn't really fit the size, but hey, whatever. And hit subscribe. Do that. Go and and just hit a five star review and you can type in blah, 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 blah. blah. It doesn't matter. It does not <laughs> Ty- matter to type me. Type <laughs> the words soccer ball yes. into the comments. Does,
1: S-O-C-C-E-R-B-A-L-L, and, soccer
0: ball. And, and listen, I don't know. Fucking Columbus Blue Jackets, Columbus. I'm talking to you, Columbus. fucking. If you're a Columbus Blue Jackets fan, fucking follow this shit. Or on, Brussels, <laughs> yes. yeah, or whatever. Brussels or Ashburn. I don't know Ashburn. what's close to you. If you're a Rick Flair fan in Ashburn, North Carolina, fucking Rick Flair's the shit. Go and <laughs> go and fucking give a five star fucking review if you. Don't have an Apple phone, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, I don't know, SoundCloud. SoundCloud is, you know, that's where I post it all, but everything goes up. So, yeah. leave a review. Fuck. Like, people don't do that shit, but I, people listen, but people don't leave a review. Just put a click five stars it helps you know five out of five i don't i'm would not bang again. i'm not begging you but if you do it oh, it's, it's nice you know i would, it, I would it feels I would good. throw
1: an iphone into a forest for that five star review it feels it
0: feels good but it's like <laughs> when you look at it and you're like oh I only have three five star reviews and i know all three of these people so <laughs> that'd be cool if somebody else fucking did it but whatever spotify i don't even look at but yeah okay yeah i can't so, even spell spotify yeah spotify, if you have spotify same thing loser hour podcast you'll find all of it if you listen to joe Rogan and you have Spotify, you'll have Spotify because if you listen to Joe Rogan.
1: Yeah, we're almost as good as Joe Rogan. Yeah,
0: and Stitcher, nobody listens to shit on Stitcher, but somehow I've never
1: heard of a Stitcher. Yeah, but somehow somehow
0: whenever I look at shit Stitcher is still being used, so if you listen to shit on Stitcher, hey, check out on there too, Loser Hour Podcast. Oh yeah,
1: Columbus, Ohio (laughs) represent. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, fucking shout out Columbus.